1: This is a live show. Today is Tuesday, September 28th, and demons have been manifesting in folks all weekend, my friends. Satan did not want us to do this program tonight. But that's okay. As I told the, uh, the people that were manifesting coming against the Ministry of Deliverance that said Mass Deliverance is not for today, that say that Christians cannot have demons, well, thank you for attacking me because when the attacks come, it just ramps me up for Jesus Christ. To the 10th power. So we're going to do a program tonight, and we've got special guest, Pastor Joseph Jaszewski, calling all the way in from Canada. Pastor Joseph is with Promised Land Ministries. His website is jesusdelivers.com. And that's right, folks, it's Jesus Christ that delivers, and he'll use the saints and the authority that he's given us to work these things out of the people of God in Jesus' name. I'm excited to have Pastor Joseph on tonight, he's going to be sharing a word, and we've got a special host tonight, uh, Rich Keltner, Watchman Radio. So without further ado, let's uh, go ahead and bring them on, stand by. Pastor Joseph, are you on the line with us? I'm on the line. Praise God. Uh, Rich, are you on the line with us?
2: Yeah, praise God. How are you doing, Pastor Joseph and Omega Man?
1: (laughs) Good
3: to hear you, Richard.
2: Yeah, I'm doing fine. Thank you. How is New York? Good. We're going to need you out here. We want to start a uh, a deliverance center here. Can you help us?
3: Well, sure. We can talk about it. Praise God.
2: Right in New York City, because we know we got the best pastrami and rye here.
4: So <laughs> yeah. You'll be York, set up. New York. <laughs> New York. You
1: can okay. get your pizza
2: there, too. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Oh, good. Well, you know, guys, I just, sometimes I find out that if we uh, telegraph our plans to the enemy, he'll try his best to sabotage us.
4: Mm-hmm. I
1: remember a story of uh, a lady who said, you know, hey, I need deliverance, and so does my parents, and so uh, we decided to uh, make a plan. We planned weeks in advance to go up to Hegewisch for one of the conferences, and uh, before they can even hit the road, uh, the parents were hit in a catastrophic accident, ended up in the hospital, and uh, they tried it again a second time. They came under attack, and she said, you know what? It just seems every time I make plans, the enemy tries to stop me, so, they just said one day, we're not going to even announce it. We'll just jump in the car and go driving and uh, not give the demons advance warning. So, normally we do an 11 o'clock broadcast, and the attacks have been so hot and heavy today. I said uh, to Rich, if we can get Pastor Jasinski on, let's do it. We won't give the devil any advance notice, and here we are.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, praise God. <laughs>
3: Hallelujah. Well, that's good, you know. The Bible says be, you know, wise like a serpent, innocent
1: like a dove.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. Well, Rich, uh, where do you want to start it tonight, my friend? Basically, um, you know, uh, when I was talking to Pastor Joseph the other day, uh, we were just kind of really touching on the topic um, of of a part of the church that's kind of ignorant to the fact that black magic and witchcraft is alive and well. And we just happened to have a minister on last week. Russ Dizar was touching on it. And a lot of people, I just think they think it's kind of like a fairy tale and it's really not black magic going on in the church and when I was talking to Pastor Joseph, he told me that he also had this, one, a similar incident um, where a witch was implanted and embedded in his church for obvious reasons because Deliverance Ministry is the only ministry that's displacing and, and completely negating uh, the messages of the warlocks and witches. And Pastor Joseph also discerned in Sarago that there was a lot of witchcraft. He was dead on with that. Because the demon that manifested there gave up that island off Sarago City, which is the island of the witches, where Pastor Carl's going back. And I, Joseph might even be going. I, I, I don't know yet. Um, yep. But the reality of it is that Pastor Joseph was saying that you had a witch in your church and she froze like a statue, right?
3: Yeah, we just saw. Boy, this wasn't just one.
2: <laughs> I was, oh, you no know, just a uh,
3: no. In different at uh, different times, you know, it was different ones. But, yeah, uh, you know, just uh, some of them give, you know, just their hearts, you know, just to Jesus, yeah, and not being delivered here completely or maybe, you know, at the beginning, you know, just uh, uh, stages of deliverance, you know, somehow the powers of darkness overtakes them and they are drawn back, you know, and they... Mm -hmm. They, um, as she confessed, they would, would put them inside a pentagram, and then they would download on her all kinds of curses, and then they would say, now you go to promise, Land, me and detonate all those curses. It's like the, you know, uh, these days, those suicide bombers, you know, having those, you know, belts, you know, with, with explosives, you know. But wow. praise God, you know, we, we do pray our protection, you know, and pray for a dome of blood, times that they were not able to succeed besides that she was forced by the Holy Spirit to confess you know but uh, imagine churches which don't know about these things you know cannot protect themselves the way we can and you know how many of those you know witches you know just go you know to churches and download their
2: curses you know Amen and And we were just kind of dwelling on the fact that when people are ramping up in the deliverance ministry uh, it would be a good idea to know about the witchcraft, wouldn't it?
3: Oh, definitely. I mean, the, the, that's a must, you know. <laughs> if you want to put it, you know, in this, you know, uh, you know, in famous, you know, statement, you know, just the witchcraft rules. Yeah. You,
2: know.
3: you have to know about witchcraft.
2: Now, I know you when have I mentioned it to you. to
3: protect yourself from witchcraft?
2: When I mentioned it to, to Pastor Joseph, a Mega Man, uh, he said that he's already watchful of, of uh, the type of attacks. Of gathering um, the hair, nails, clothing, stuff like that. Uh, that's probably how, why Pastor Joseph has survived in Deliverance Ministry for so many years, because he knows how to combat the witchcraft. Wow, no yeah. doubt about it.
1: Um, they'll try to steal your hair, your urine, your you know your uh, your sweat towels, anything, right? And then
2: yeah.
1: perform a um, a ritual against you. So, aside from protecting your your personal effects. Yeah. Um, what can a person do, Pastor Joseph, uh, on a daily basis uh, as some spiritual self-defense? Because, you know, I know that there's people out there who've got to be cursing us, covens got to be praying against us. Uh, I told Rich in pre-show that I've had no less than two attacks today against my computer hardware, got yeah. knocked out of my own websites, uh, email manifesting. And, uh, you know, we've had five witches come to Christ through the program. Uh, we've had witches yep. and covens show up in and whole covenants who attack us like the other night. You know, what can a Christian do to defend themselves? Well,
3: you know, Bible says upon Mount Zion there should be deliverance and there should be holiness. So the product of deliverance is holiness. The Holiness is just number one. You know, uh, Christians have to, you know, uh, walk in holiness. Amen? But we are not perfect, you know, and, and and obviously we do sin here and there, you know, just but that you know continuous you know uh, uh, protection of the blood and conscious, you know, if you sin, just uh, ask the Lord to forgive you right away. But holiness number one thing, number two, you know, the protection of the blood, you know, uh, yeah, uh, coming back to holiness, you know, in, in one of the uh, uh, um, instances when Jesus took you know one of the ladies to hell. And she uh, had, uh, well, if you want to put it this way, a talk with Apollyon, you know, that one going to be released, you know, from the pit of hell. And uh, he said, the only thing, the only thing we care about Christians is holiness.
4: Mm.
3: Holiness, You know, that's why when they manifested uh, demons in Mark chapter 1, they said, oh, holy one of God. You know, just the only attribute they lifted up, they, they mentioned is the holiness of God. So... Holiness is important. And then, you know, of course, the blood. (laughs) With the blood, you know, when we had a a demon who came from the headquarters over Edmonton, I know, and uh, he said, you know, they cannot cross the blood. If everything is right with a Christian and church, you know, and they pray protection, they cannot cross the blood. And then, again... You know, you can apply the blood mechanically and without faith. You have to have faith because Bible says in Romans, having faith in His blood. I mean, so many Christians know the blood, you know, was offered, you know, and cleanses us from all sins. But we are the priests of the New Testament. You know, we can use the blood all the time. Starting in the morning, you know, we can apply the blood. But it has to be with faith. That's why it says having faith in his blood. When you have the faith in his blood, you cover yourself with the blood. You cover everything with the blood. The Bible says Moses had to sprinkle everything, all the articles, everything in the tabernacle, the book with the blood, even the people. You know, so I preached once. I remember, you know... Years ago, I had on my heart to preach speech warfare and the blood of Jesus, you know, and I thought maybe two sermons I would preach on the blood. Well, I preached for three and a half months, no stop. There's so much in the, on the blood in the Bible. So I had this teaching, you know, uh, the blood of Jesus and, you know, and speech warfare. If you are skillful, you know, and knowledgeable, you have to apply the blood. You know, we, that's our protection. I know Give my people a... sin, you know, but I, I plead the blood over their sins, you know. They're going to commit through the whole week. So they will be in, in the hands of God's mercies, you understand? Some of my okay. boys might be careless, you know, and they come under attack, you know. So I plead the blood all the time. Apply, <laughs> I mean. Give us an, an example of how we,
1: we could pray that to appropriate it. What would a, yes. could a person do listening, say, first thing in the morning, for example?
3: The first thing in the morning, what well, the first thing in the morning? I say, good morning, Claude. <laughs> yes. But you know, and just I, 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 you can plead the blood right away over your
4: day, over your yourself. Amen. So you would say you like, uh... blood and
3: I, and I pray. You know, one thing I pray. I said what Jesus said: the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me. I pray God for this, to God, to, for the spirit of God to be upon me, right right away. I'm half sleepy, and I already say. Good morning, Lord. Let the Spirit of the Lord be upon me. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like
3: that. And they just
1: say, what, I plead the blood over myself, and I plead the blood over my family, and my, yes. my house, yes. and my car, in Jesus' name? Yes. I mean, the
3: blood, you know, like, in a book called The Blood and the Glory, you know, um, example, you know, of the uh, applying the blood, you know, this this sitting pastor, you know, had a success, you know, um, in his ministry, And he started to hear, you know, Satan whispering, literally saying, I'm going to kill your children. I'm going to kill your children. (laughs) You know, so one day he couldn't handle (laughs) and spoke back to this invisible, uh, you know, uh, thing, you know, and said, well, how are you going to kill my children? (laughs) Well, the devil replied and said, rabies, rabies. Well, this guy lived on the outskirts of the city, you know. Acreage and had uh, piece of land, and uh, so he called his family together. They joined hands like in a circle, and by faith they drew the blood around the uh, along the line of the property. Yeah, well, believe it or not, they found dead foxes with rabies on the outside of the circle, but not on the side of the circle. Wow, that's the blood. That's the blood.
2: Well, that's
3: stories about the blood, you know, applying the blood and spiritual warfare. Many times people could not get breakthrough, praying, 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 praying. Finally, you know, Holy Spirit would quicken them. They would say, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Nothing else. Because, you know, there's nothing which speaks better than the blood. <laughs> when, you pray, when you come to the end of your prayers and uh, uh, you're not getting through, you know, just plead the blood.
1: Clean the, okay, the blood. That's powerful. What do you do um, if uh, if you think a witch or a coven has actually already sent out a, a demon uh, to attack you or astral projecting or sent out a blood curse? What okay, can you do for I defense? You, uh, yeah, the defense.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I... Um, I pray my certain prayers. Some of them are long range, you know. Uh, I don't sometimes pray every day, but I pray for the, let's say, I pray for the next 21 days, like a type of spiritual warfare as Daniel. Cover myself, you know, but I cover every day, every moment of a day. Um, you know, I would just pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Of course, I plead the blood over everything and every aspect of my life and operation of the ministry, you not know, just with people connected directly, indirectly with me. In the uh, you know, to families, I say, Lord, all has to come under the blood. I please the blood. And, of course, uh, you know, first of all, I please the blood of Jesus Christ before anything over the sins which might come. You understand? Over the sins. The Lord taught me uh, a long time ago, you know. The yeah. Bible says, when the hedge is broken, serpent bites man, so that's mm-hmm. the occasion for him to come in you know, but also there's a story of David, you know, when he counted his army and fell out of grace with God and, and finally repented and God said, oh, I give you this option, you know, just three years famine, three months you're running away from the enemy or three days you fell into my hands, you know what I think that's the mercies of God so I plead the blood of Jesus Christ that if anybody sins, they will they will be in the hands of his nurses, you know. And then you know I do, I do you know just uh, say Lord God in the name of Jesus. I will angels destroy, deflect, send back every curse, hex, vex, jinx, bewitch, incantation, potion, lotion, any ritual performed against us, us or travel or uh, from Ezekiel 13 uh, uh Chapter 13, you know, that they won't be able to take your soul and cause it to fly. So I block it all and, um, you know, and ask the Lord to destroy the flag or send back, you know. So he chooses what he is going to do, you know. And then I lose back upon the enemy. Uh, I pray as David prayed, you know. I lose every occasion they curse me to get more blessings. Because the Bible says when Balaam tried to curse children of Israel, you know, then uh, God turned it three times into blessings. So they got wow. the blessing because somebody tried to curse them. Also, in the book of Psalms says, David, and I pray this, David said, they curse, but thou of God bless. So that's my position. And then, of course, I say, as they like to roll a stone, as they like to dig a pit, as they like to spread the net, as they like to send a curse, as they like to devise a mischief, let it all go back on them.
2: Amen. And no Return weapon it.
3: against me shall prosper, and I condemn every tongue did rise up, rising up, would rise up against me, in the name of Jesus, you know.
4: Well,
3: then I rest in God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but the blood is mass. I don't leave home without it. Well, if I go when I was in Surigao, let's say, of oh, Baguio, in the Philippines, anywhere. I pray before those uh, um, those meetings, you know. And if, let's say if I have a witch, a warlock wizard coming, they are, they are, in my meeting, they are under the Dome of the Blood. You know, if, if they send a curse from their mouth and hits the walls, inside the walls of the Dome and bounce back on them right in the meeting, either they repent or they run away.
5: Yeah. Or they
3: drop dead. <laughs> oh, wow. God, cho- God chooses. You know, but I cannot walk in fear. You know, I cannot check everybody, you know. <laughs> you know, are you a witch or are you a warlock, yeah? But, you know, they dread. They dread those witches and warlocks if they knew, you know, in a spirit realm the demons will tell them who those sitting people are, you know, what kind of a protection they
1: have. Mm-hmm. Oh. So could we I have be like... Uh, we yeah. Could we, like, be preparing to go to bed and, you know... Plead the blood of ourselves or our house, and say, "God, I ask that you would put a, a dome of of uh, blood around my house." Or how would you argue that? Every day, that? I
3: will not even go to sleep. Doesn't matter how tired. All the time, I prayed it, and I plead the bloodiest skies to people over their sleep, because the Bible says in a book of Job. You know, that in the beginning, you know, just it says that the spirit showed up. So they show up, they can program and download you. I had instances of with people who would go heading and nap. And literally, when they woke up, they were so hostile. Why? They were programmed by the devils. Right there. According to Job uh, chapter 33, the Bible says, Why does man say that God doesn't speak? For in a, when deep sleep falls upon the man, he opens the ear and seals instruction. So I ask God every day, you know, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over my sleep, that no demon can get into my sleep. I pray that no demon can get yeah. into my house. space. Yes. Not only that, I, I lose the blood of Jesus Christ to the spirit realm of the house also. I saturate the air. And I cover myself and I pray, Lord God, and I pray that he will open my ears and keep sending instructions of righteousness, whatever I have to do next day.
1: I'm feeling the Holy Spirit right now. You're getting me excited. Uh, That's the number one weapon we have in our arsenal is the blood of Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, amen. Praise God. Um, Pastor Joseph, tell us about the keys of the kingdom, binding and loosing. Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Um, Elaborate more what we can actually do with those keys. Let's see, did we lose the pastor? Uh, we lost him. Okay. How did we lose uh, the pastor? He uh, he dropped off. That's interesting. Uh listen, this is a powerful word tonight.
2: This is temple attacks. This is what happens.
1: You know, we didn't we should have prayed. Okay, stand by Rich. I need to launch the uh, the weapons. Okay, hold on a second. I'm prepared for this. Here we go. Stand by.
0: Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. I they come against you from the third heaven.
1: Yes, yes sir. Uh, you know, the devil did not like uh, the blood of Jesus, Pastor Joseph. Yes, yes, he did.
3: Sorry for this, if something happened. And, uh, praise God, we please have all the uh, logot lines, communication Lord God, In Jesus' name, right now, everything will be all right now.
4: Amen. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes and, uh... it's a
3: good sign. Sometimes God allows to show that you know uh, what the enemy is doing and how effective we are or how effective the devil is
1: <laughs> praise god um, when nice. we got cut off there i was going to ask you uh... you know jesus says i give you the keys of the kingdom hmm. binding and loosing uh... what is that authority that he's given us
4: oh you Japanese know ship? this is my favorite topic i
3: tell you why because i was delivered from insanity because of binding and loosing my short story is this uh, back in Poland, when I was at the university, I went to the lecture of Doctor So and So on hatha yoga and started to meditations And I got involved in this witchcraft and deception. All this, you know, yoga, all those asanas, the, the exercises, which is nothing. But every asana is dedicated to a different Hindu god. Anyway, short, you know, just, I started to have voices and torment, and I could not even stop it. Went for years. I live a double life. On the outside, I was educated man, well mannered, well dressed. Everything was all right, you know. On the outside, inside was the torment, which went for years. Then I got saved here in Canada, and and it took about two years before I came to deliverance, you know. And on uh, my first trip to Hedwich, I got tons of deliverance. <laughs> but not from insanity, not from the voices which torment me 24 hours a day. I was afraid to share it with my psychiatrist, what was in my head, you know, for a fear that he might go to the other room and call the police to me him right now. But anyway, um, in Hegwish I got lots of deliverance, but God did not specially give me deliverance from those things in my head. You know, but he gave me the knowledge of binding and losing. When I came back with this knowledge to Edmonton, I made those special prayers of, you know, if they tormented me a thousand times a day, a thousand times a day, I would say in Jesus' name, I give this over to Jesus. The next thing was, I bind any spirit of spirits behind his thoughts, feelings, and insanity. Not enough. In Jesus' Christ's name, I was the judgment of God written upon them, you know. Not enough. I'll say i also lose all the judgments, and I found all the judgments in the book of Psalms. And then I will lose the blood of Jesus upon them. I was angels to prosecute them. So in three months, after about three months of this day and night battle, there was a silence in my head to this day. <laughs> wow. got God made my mind so strong. I can hear the most horrifying confessions, you know, especially people who came from witchcraft, yeah? And, and my mind was a scramble wax. But God made my mind so strong. I, who used to sleep with the lights on and radio on, most of my life watching the door because I was afraid of the unseen, God just called me to deliverance ministry. <laughs> so, binding and losing, I just love. God showed me how the binding and losing can bring lots of people to salvation. You know, uh, I started to bind over my family back in Poland. You know, and uh, and uh, binding those religious spirits on, over them. You know, and then um, then one day I didn't feel anymore like binding and losing and praying for the salvation. I said, "Oh, what a strange thing!" But then the Lord spoke to me, and I said, "Well, God, thank you for the salvation." <laughs> you know, something was already done, and when I went back, I let most of them. Uh, but one person to the Lord. I even went to jail, uh, you know, to see my cousin. I led him to the Lord.
1: Praise God. Binding,
3: or losing it's must every day. Every day I do that.
1: Okay, for those just tuning in, uh, I would like you to repeat one more time uh-huh. an example of how you can bind the thoughts and uh, yes, do yes. that again, please. This, this is a tape CD
3: which we give for free. People don't have money, uh, or, or, or we sell the most. it's Fighting back thoughts and feelings you don't want to. Because that's my personal story. And the way I do it, you know, I have to tell you how Jesus started to teach me before I came to deliverance. Yes. But that's important too.
4: Because I didn't know
3: about binding. And what he told me, I remember, he told me when those things come, say, give it over to me. So when those things would come, I said, I give it over to Jesus. (laughs) Then when deliverance knowledge came, then I would say more. I would say, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, I take authority over and bind any spirit or spirits, demon or demons, who are coming against me, giving me those thoughts and feelings which stand up against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Not enough. The next thing, I lose the judgment of God written upon them, Psalm 149, to execute judgment written upon them. Not enough. I was the blood of Jesus Christ against them. And then I had all kinds of uh, my own personal judgments. since That was a personal <laughs> revenge yes. from the book of Psalms. And I just delighted to, because they tormented me all these years. Well, I, uh, I did it back.
1: <laughs> well, now, you know, I believe you know, that embedded in Psalms are all types of spiritual warfare weapons.
3: Oh, um, Psalms um, are, a, are incredible I some, uh, whenever I go on missions to other countries many times we go on a 21-day fast and we pray for 21 days imprecatory songs which means songs which call for judgment of God. Wow. Yeah, and that's what we do.
1: Give us an Before example even we of we go uh, there. One that we could use against the demons. A judgment? Yes, sure.
3: Oh, because we're under a right now. At we attack. the death to... of the Lord, prosecute them and make the road dark and slippery. Lord, break the cheekbone of the wicked, break the teeth of the wicked in the name nice. of Jesus Christ. Lord God, I lose the Lord God, the fire and brimstone upon them in Jesus' name, let yeah. the wrath of God overtake them. And, you know. Praise God. Do you got
1: more? And you pray with the right heart, you know, just <laughs> the demons are terrified. Uh,. We're, we're looking for like a nuclear bomb we could drop in the midst of these demons i mean <laughs> you know're they're, they're out trying to kill steal and destroy and I'm tired of being beat up well that's
3: the whole thing was I was a victim and God saved me and you know when I was saved you know I, I was in a conservative evangelical church in believing in deliverance and at the end of its service I would run to the front you know just and one day my pastor came and whispered to me and said, Joseph, you're already saved. You don't have to come to the front. I said, yes, but how come during praise and worship I get voices in my head cursing and blaspheming the Holy Spirit? Well, he became very sober, you know, and took me to his office with the elders, anointed with an oil. They knew it was the devil. They didn't know what to do.
1: To God sent me wow. to the which, of course.
4: <laughs>
1: wow. Now, praise God. Amen to that. Now, what about loosing? Um, what can we do? Can we loose the angels of God?
3: Yeah. Well, we can loose, of course, the judgment of God upon the demons. We can, the way I pray about loosing angels is a God, um, because everything is in the hand of God. I say, God, send me the warning angels. And then, because he said, whatever you lose on earth... When we'll we heaven, then I say the next thing, I said, I lose warring angels to come and help. I lose angels with my boys to go to school. I lose angels to minister to my boys. You know, I have an Israel 14-year-old and Elijah 8 years old to minister to them comprehension, concentration, retention of knowledge, you know, good memory. So I do all those, all those things, you know, and angels to minister. I need missing spirits all the time. I was spirits of praise and worship <laughs> on the service.
1: Wow! Yes. What about oh, Ephesians? Yeah, angels?
3: In uh, Hebrew one fourteen, and the angels
1: ministering
3: spirits. There's more with us, you know, than with them, and they can
1: minister to us. What about so, Ephesians one seventeen? It talks about uh, spirit of wisdom and knowledge. Can you loose that into yourself?
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: I always prayed. You know, Lord, in Jesus' name, I I, I pray for the the, Lord God, the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and I lose it right now in the name of Jesus. Wow. I that there is God, humbly, you know. Yes. I I don't want to become a little God, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, <laughs> always <absolutely>. acknowledge Him,
3: <laughs> you know, and then I lose it.
1: Okay, now what ask, about...
3: And then I lose it, because He said, whatever you lose, you know,
1: should be lost. What about a tax on ministry finances? Let's say Satan is... Uh you know, has stolen financially from an individual. Uh, can we ask God, the loose angels, to recover stolen wealth?
3: Yes. Not only that, I believe we can, you know, uh, bring the devil to the court of heaven, you know, by faith. The mm-hmm. <laughs> Bible says thieves shall repay seven times fold. As a matter of fact, you're talking about this. Our ministry was owned money by this organization, and no way they wanted to pay to us, why well, give it over to God, guess what, we got a letter in mail asking, you know, just, you know, just, you know, uh, if we will receive the money from them,
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, wow.
3: so, of course, of course, you know, I, I sent angels to recover, everything was stolen, now, sometimes God will not give us, exactly, look, like God did not give Job his children, yeah, but he gave him yeah. other children, when it comes to material possession, he gave him double, when it comes to finances, well, the devil can erect in a spirit realm altars against your finances, blockages, you know. Mm. You know Minister needs finances. You know, he's not going to fight with you, you know, just uh, the other way. He's going to hit your finances. Example. I was on the island of Trinidad by Venezuela. When I came back, I received a letter from this lady. Uh, very composed, you know, uh, you know, uh, godly. And she said, that never happened to me. I was washing dishes. And I decided to pray for you and ministry according to, you know, an uh, episode of John that you might prosper, you know, good health. But I was praying for financial prosperity. She said, dishes by supernatural power were being knocked out out of her hands, were flying out of her hands. Wow. So I knew he's going to, and I, I've seen it through the years, how he knocked me out of people who were supporting me. <laughs>
4: yeah?
3: <laughs> he's a clever devil.
1: Good grief. So uh, we have authority then to uh, ask God, the loose angels, to recover uh, yes. things that have been stolen by the enemy.
3: Yes. We have the authority. No. But we approach God. I, I like to approach God. You know, and then I ask for the angels, and then I lose
2: them. To go. And Joseph, you got experience in this. You've stand in, in faith many times when you've been going on missions, and and God has provided in, in the last hour.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this is it. You know, I said, God, why do I, why do I have to sometimes be like that? If I have to go somewhere, number one, I have to first find out from God if He really wants me to be there.
4: Mm-hmm. That's
3: the number one thing. Once I know He wants me to be there. I don't worry about the finances. I organize everything. And then I remind him that the finances didn't come yet. <laughs> wow. I just that's, remind that's very a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, as a lot, you know, I have to put my mind to something else. But it happened. First, we secured the, you know, airline tickets. Like when we went to Asia, it cost about, well, we paid for tickets, it was was uh, three of us. So that cost about, you know, $10,000, you know. But sometimes it happened we had the tickets but the rest of the money for you know hotels and I mean to sleep somewhere, eat and whatever came sometimes a week before and sometimes three days before and once a day before. Wow. And last trip <laughs> you have to trust the Lord. He gave us portion of the money, the rest of the money was sent to us in the Philippines. Wow. The money came, but it came after about first week being in the Philippines. That was last May.
4: Hey, that's So problem. God will
3: take you on this stretch in various ways to see if you if the Lord had to see if you be shaken or not. He allows all kinds of things that you know you have this um, you know uh, unwavering you know just trust you know faith in him.
1: Let me ask you about uh, blockages of people receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Have you ever encountered that and uh, been yeah. able to uh, determine what might be blocking the baptism? Yeah.
3: I remember once we just, occasionally we do that. I said, everybody here, ask for baptism of the Holy Spirit. You are baptized, and I know you are. You're just not speaking in tongues. Just come to the front. So, you know, I remember with this lady, you know, we're praying, and I had a word of knowledge, uh, unworthiness. So I rebuke unworthiness, she started to cry, weeping, get deliverance. <laughs> you know, later on when she broke up into speaking in tongues, she couldn't you know just shut up for an hour. <laughs> it was just babbling and babbling in the Holy Spirit. Could be fear, could be could be rejection. Sometimes witchcraft will block it, yeah. So at I would Sometimes the Lord will uh, take you on a journey of faith. Because he can open your tongue, you can speak right away. With me, however, I, didn't, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. You know, I didn't know. So I would go over and over. And one day I said, I'm not going anymore to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Hands laid on me. I was, Jesus spoke to me right now, and I, he told me that I was baptized the first time. That I didn't speak in tongues another story then the Lord I remember took me to Toronto and this sister gave me a word from the book of Psalms open your mouth I would say it was a word I said aha so being by myself I said God I know you're not going to laugh at me you're not going to allow anything else me speak or making up I'm opening my mouth right now and I spoke
4: wow. God.
1: praise God um <laughs> uh, how can we find out what the will of God is for our lives, Pastor Joseph? People say, I, I can't hear God, and my sheep mm-hmm. are, hear my voice and know that they will not follow. What could be the blockages there?
3: Well, you know, it's this uh,
1: because
3: of Romans 12, 1, 2, you know, I beseech you, brethren, and uh, this is my, actually, interestingly, Is going to be my next topic I'm preaching. You know, Praise in God. The, in our uh, chapel, you know, I'm preaching on that 12 things to see power of God in people's lives. And it, and it says, Romans twelve 1, 2, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, acceptable, you know, unto the Lord, you know, like a worship, you know. Do not be conformed to the things of this world, you know. But be transformed by renewing of your minds that you might know that good, perfect, acceptable will of the Lord. So, you know, some people run from one to another, oh, tell me what is the will of the Lord, what is the will of the Lord for my life? Well, usually I say this, you know, uh, this is the will of the Lord, and you don't have to even uh, ask for it. Number one, read the word. Number two, pray. Number three, attend the church. You know, it might not be perfect church, but as long as it's born again church, you do it for God and for yourself. Number four, Ma'am. obey. If you don't do these first four things, Don't try to ask God about the other details of your life. And then, submit your body, you know, stop conforming to yourself, you start to hear Him. He speaks all the time. He wants to be with us in communion all the time. He's concerned about the least of the details. It's so marvelous. You would never think that God would be concerned about, you know, such little things. But He's part of our lives.
1: He wants to be. Praise God. Amen. That's number five. (laughs) Give us the other seven. (laughs) (laughs) Don't uh, (laughs) don't give me a potato chip and take the bag now. (laughs) Well,
3: the first quarter is the most important. You know, just so you do it. As you do that, you learn to hear His voice. His voice is the Word of God. Read the Word. Yes. You know, the blueprint for success in life is shown in Joshua chapter 1. God did not tell Joshua, you know, give him all a bunch of strategies. He just said, my servant Moses is dead. Which means, Joshua, now you have to rely on me. You have to hear me. <laughs> you have to hear my voice. You know, all this blessing be upon you. Wherever you go, wherever the soul of your foot will step upon, I'll give it to you. No, man, no demon can stand before you. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. Requirement, but meditate on this Word and obey. Day and night, you know? So the Word of God is the voice of God. It will wow. guide you. You have to store it, especially now, you know, in the times are getting worse and worse, you know? we have to store the Word in our hearts as Joseph stored the wheat <sighs> for the weak days. Because hearts of many would be... Uh, hearts of many would just for fear, it's just... People are going to be dropping dead out of heart attacks because demons are going to come through and start to appear in a, in, in a physical realm. The, the, the sons of God are back, Oh you know, and God is raising up the the um, the standard. The, this lead to unknown deliverance ministries. Why? Because He loves His church. You know, His church might be might be having a You know, Sunday Christianity, uh, you know, uh, lukewarm, loudest sheen, he loves them all. Because of his love for the church, he will raise up deliverance ministries.
1: Amen. There's so few of them out there, Pastor Joseph.
3: Yeah. But, you know, as God gave me my vision, in my vision, you know, when I got vision on deliverance, I saw Christians going to church with their Bibles, but they had horns on their heads which symbolized they were under demonic powers, they didn't know it. Their faces were blank, which symbolized they could never be in, 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 to be in Christ, what God wanted them to be, unless they got deliverance. And they would enter this building, normal church building, you know, on a hill, and they would go to the sermon. I, I did not enter. I didn't understand why I was outside. And when the sermon was over, the door opened up, they were coming out, they still had the horns on their heads, which means the church service did not change them. Worship did not change them. It's just it wasn't good. You know, and, and and their faces were blank. Then I, you know, uh, found myself laying hands on them and rebuking devils. Prior to that I knew nothing about it. About such a thing like rebuking devils, because devils all happened in my vision. And, you know, and the horns would be falling off, and the hand of God would show up and putting their things out of their faces. And they would be coming who Jesus wanted them to be in Christ. Which means, what deliver us. does, not, does nothing else will do. Otherwise, as Pastor already said, God would never bother with it.
1: Amen. Uh, A one-set of
3: J- Jesus' ministry, the first time, deal with the devils. about Jesus went into synagogues, the devils were manifesting everywhere.
1: Well, you know, we've been and those coming highest under attack. Jews
3: were in a greater holiness than our churches these days. Yes. But the churches are full of devils as far as I am concerned.
1: Brother, I believe uh, it's infested. And I believe that ninety nine percent of people walking around the globe right now uh, are demonized. Now uh, many say, well, mass deliverance is not for today. You know, there's no biblical precedent for that. We've been attack, you know, receiving attack emails claiming that Mass deliverance is nowhere to be found. Now, I disagree, but um, what's your opinion on that?
3: Well, you know, I can only give you an example which happened in Akure, on the state Nigeria. The first day, yeah. I was preaching, you know, to the pastors, leaders, whatever, on the, on the, on the School of Deliverance 101.
5: In the yes, evening,
3: sir. the host who gave us the building, pastor of this Pentecostal church there, asked me if I could pray for the congregation. I said, Lord, what should I do? And that's what came to my mind, to my heart. I said, anybody here, you know Jesus loves you. But, you know, it's only in your head, not in your heart.
4: You always
3: feel rejected, unwanted, unloved, abandoned. You're always hurting. Stand up. Wow. So many. The same people who are dancing and singing for an hour because those Africans like to dance. (laughs) <laughs> and they, they all came to the front, from one end to the other. And I said, oh, my, my. You know, I'm, you know, I'm rather kind of a timid guy.
2: <laughs> Mom. I,
3: I said, oh, Lord. I said, in Jesus' name, I started to break the curses of rejection, yeah, even generational. And people were falling to the ground, you know, just uh, passing. You know, I had to teach the congregation how you know, to i helped the people, you know, all over the place. Massive deliverance was taking place. Now, the second one, and that's where I will answer your question, you know, are the churches demonized or not? And I tell you, those people try to walk in holiness. Well, on the second day, uh, a rain chain was banging so hard on this corrugated roof that I couldn't hear myself, even though I had the microphone. So I told this young pastor Joshua, I said, You take this microphone and you and your congregation start to pray against this rain. And I believe it's the devil's, you know, is moving yes. on. And he started to pray and was really was very good in a very militant way. At the end of it they were shouting, uh Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. I was standing in front row of you know, those chairs And suddenly, the Holy Spirit came down upon the whole congregation. And this is what God told me. If he decided to come down upon any given church in North America, the same thing would happen. And what happened? He caused all the demons to manifest, including others and children. Wow. Wow. You are not only screaming demons, you are screaming your sins. Which means, if you did not repent from certain sins, and you were with it in a church... Holy Spirit was so strong on you that you were screaming, you know, I'm fornicating, I'm fornicating.
4: <laughs> I
3: remember this eight year old boy was screaming, I'm stealing from my parents, I'm stealing from my parents. <laughs> so I bound this demons and I said, Are you stealing from your parents? He said, Yeah. I said, Well, you better repent to Jesus. Jesus, forgive me. I said, Well, come out, demons. He didn't come out. He started to scream. And I'm stealing from others, and I'm stealing from others. So again, you know, the same story, and then we can cast out those devils. But God showed me by this, and I give this testimony around the world, the infestation. Of course, God is not going to do it like this in every service, you know what I'm saying? He wants us to operate in a gift of discernment, a word of knowledge, a knowledge of deliverance, why? Because he's training us to walk by faith. Why? Because we, he's training us to be overcomers. Why? Because, you know, he, that's the way he designed know, you know. You know that, that's our reward, you know. And, and you know, he's not going to do the job for us, you know. Uh, he didn't kill all the giants in the Promised Land with one blast of his breath. He said, no, this is good land. There's only one problem, you know. the um, Demon-worshipping nations, giving their first to the devil... You know, and the Giants, you go and fight, I'm with you. The same is for the church today.
1: Praise God. <laughs> um, if you're just uh, tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio. We've got uh, Pastor Joseph Jaszinski on the line from Promised yep. Land Ministries. Website is jesusdelivers.com. And we've got Rich Keltner of watchmanradio.com on the program tonight. Rich? I think, I think we got Zoe uh, joining us, too. Okay, we have, I believe, Zoe out there. Um, Pastor Joseph, yeah. many people say today uh, tithes and offerings uh, yeah. are not for today. But, you know, I believe that uh, the principle of tithing is still for today, and that's key to getting uh, some deliverance. What do you think well, about Well, let
3: me talk about it. You know, I was always very shy about money. I didn't even like to talk about money because there's so many money suckers, you know, in the body of Christ. It's, 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 it's really disgusting sometimes. It's all yes, up sure. for them. But, you know, but I had to talk finally about it because curses of poverty, people cannot have breakthrough. So I started to, I remember when I was going to the Philippines, right? Yes. And the Lord spoke to me and said, Joseph, when you go there, keep breaking curses of poverty. You know, and uh, I remember Jesus delivered this pastor sitting in front of me when the moment I broke the curse of poverty, he said, he started to vomit, you know, violently, you No, know? Wow. You know, and uh, anyway, tithes, tithes and opening is for today. Yes. You know, like that. Other things, you know, God doesn't need our money, first of all. You know, you know, silver and gold is his. He wants to cut on a thousand hills. He just wants to prove if you are thief or not. <laughs> you know, if, how much you care, since the money seems to be the dearest thing to some people. You know, and to many Christians, you know, it's in the Bible. Abraham ties before the law was instituted. He taught his son, uh, 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 you know, just sons to ties also. Son Isaac and Isaac taught, you know, Jacob. Because we know that Jacob promised God ten, all the besides. So he, the father, taught, you know. Abraham taught Isaac, Isaac taught Jacob, Jacob taught all his sons. You know that was before the law. Some people say hey, oh, it's the law. No, it's not the law. We were law. just
2: talking about that. I
3: was, I was teaching from Mark, from uh, Malachi chapter three, verse ten. You know, you know, you have, you know, can a nation rob me? You have robbed me, in the whole nation. <laughs> God says, you know, how did we rob you in tithes and offering?
2: And you, know? you go into a sevenfold well, recompense is. for that because you're considered a thief, and a thief has to return sevenfold.
3: That's right. You know, I had a guy who, who um, you know, I never told him anything through the years. You know, you know, and then finally he's not having the job when others are working. He know, has no contracts. He said, "Taper." I said, "Brother." I've been observing you and you know and I never told you this, so you don't think you know I'm after your money. But brother, do you tithe? And I know you don't. No, he said, No, I don't I said, Well you know what? God is just extracting from you all the ties you never gave it to him. <laughs> wow. And wow. said left at debt. You know. But coming back I was preaching in Toronto on this curses of poverty, 3: three ten, and as I'm preaching this demon manifested hysterically in this lady. I said, who are you? Oh, he said, oh, I will work through the curse of not tithing. Well, Uh-oh. if you don't like the word curse, what about absence of blessings? <laughs> you know, what about breaking down everything, you know? Wow. God said, prove me. He said, bring the, it says, tithes nothing to my storehouse, as Pastor Wally said. That means armory in Hebrew, you know, also. And prove me. If I would not open the windows of heaven. Why? Because that's giving. <laughs> tithing is... The tithing, offering is giving. God doesn't want only tithing. He wants offering. Offering no? so on top of it. That's above, you know. Tithing is to run the local uh, Christian church, organization, whatever. Offerings are for the other things. Um right. you know. Uh, I remember, you know, I we've been this 40 days from waiting on the Lord with some fasting, and God spoke to me and said, what about tithing, jo- Joseph? Well, I didn't think too much about it. Uh, what about offering, sorry? I said, what about offering,
4: <laughs>
3: I spoke to him back. Then I had to study that thing. It's not just tithing. It's an offering.
1: Well, let's say someone makes $100 a week gross before taxes, uh, the ties would be 10% of the gross or the net. How does that work?
3: Well, I, I, I believe you would be you know, just $10 from that $100.
1: Okay. Now,
3: yeah.
1: you've, at that point in time, you've given $10, um, and someone says, okay, I, I agree, but where do I give my ties to? Should they send it to the televangelist on TV that's buying a jet? Uh, you mentioned the word armory. What do you mean by yeah. that?
3: Well, armory, you know, it means it's a fighting church, obviously. I say this: if you belong to a local church, right? Yes. You know, that's where you should give. You understand? If you listen to Deliverance Ministries over the radio and you like it, you know, also, which means you're getting from both sides things from your church. You're getting the rest of the gospel from the Deliverance Ministry. What you are getting the uh, the Deliverance messages? You give to your church tithes but you ought to give offering also to the deliverance ministries. Understand? Unless you are on your own, then you should give whatever the Lord tells you. Okay. And I mean tithes should support where you belong to, right?
1: Where you're getting fed, correct? Yeah. Amen. And uh, now, with the issue of offerings, uh, is there a, a rule of thumb, or is it uh, just anything no, above the uh, time? Anything God above is him. not hard. Yeah.
3: God is not hard on us. Even with this gross and net, you know, He's not hard on us. And sometimes, you know, you will never know what it means to be blessed unless you jump out of the boat. I give example. Our church at one time, we have no money for rent. So what we, I said, well, let's next Sunday we bring money. Since what we have is not enough anyway, we bring money, extra offering, and we send it to some poor pastors. So we send it to to two pastors in the Philippines and one in in, the, in Africa. Well, the next day, somebody deposited money for us. Just like that. I, I don't know it to this day. Wow. Another time, uh, a, a, a distress call came from Caraba, Nigeria. the King came and took the roof of this church. Well, we raised up $6,000, you know, doing uh, uh, you know garage sales and all kinds of things. And then we had $1,500 for maybe future our own place. Why send those $1,500 to them? Do you know the same day, an African lady, the same day, knocked on the door of our church, she was from Zimbabwe, she said, the Lord put on my heart to give you $1,500. I just tell you right now what happened
1: a week ago. Praise God.
3: We received a call from, um, I mean, email from uh, Kahama, Tanzania. You know, we had the School of Deliverance 101 there. But on Sunday, since on Sunday every pastor goes to the churches, we were invited by this pastor to go to his church. Are so we driving and driving? We left the city limits. We were driving through the fields. I said, Where is the church? And I see this huge magnificent mango tree on a horizon. The church was under the mango tree. Sticks, tarp, about forty five souls. You know,
4: <laughs> or,
3: you know, the what a what a surprise what a gift, you know. This guy from the West came to a church under a mango tree. Those people You know, I preach on a covenant of deliverance. For such a joy and power of God, then I would lead to mass deliverance. They were all getting deliverance all over the place. And since we left, they started to practice deliverance, and the church grew triple in size, all about 150 souls right now. And anyway, and they sent us an email, and they said, well, it's a half an acre land, $2,000, but we don't have money. So we gather money, we send it to them. So they erected this structure, you know, <laughs> stakes and top, you know, and hard when the rains come and winds. But, you know, happy, 150 souls, you know, but the land officers came and said, well, you going to take it down or, you know, and start to build what you're supposed to, or you, we're going to take away the land, for which we
4: paid for it.
3: Well, anyway, we gathered $2,000, you know, somebody came to my door this last week and gave us two thousand dollars.
1: Praise God! Yeah, I but, remember.
3: God is like that. But you know, you know, we have to learn to
1: give. For God so loved, He gave. He's a giver. He teaches us the same thing. <laughs> Amen. Um, let me ask you about the issue of uh, soul ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it says. If um, you lie with a prostitute, do you not know that uh, you both become one flesh? Can you take yeah. fire in your bosom and not get burned? You know, yeah. many people listening uh, have um, been involved in fornication throughout their life one point or another. Um, yeah. is, it, is it possible that they have uh, received demons through their uh, partner?
3: Of, of course, of course, yeah. You see, sex outside of marriage is forbidden because, uh, it, it, you, know, it, it is, you know, sex is a spiritual act. You know, and the soul of a man, a woman, become you know fused together, like when you, um, you know, uh, in welding, you know, when you have two hot metals, you stick yes. together, fused into each other. And when you part from each other, part of your soul stays there. You rip your soul. You know, probably, says, he commits uh, adultery, fornication with a woman, D- destroys his own soul, that's my will, emotion. You know, and shame comes. You know. Of demons, there are, there are a few instances, instances where the demonization takes place right away. You don't have to, you don't need a word of knowledge, you know, if maybe. Number one is witchcraft, uh, drugs, abuse, and one of them is sex. You go to the prostitute, those spirits transfer to you. Look what happened to King Solomon. The wisest man who became the biggest fool. I mean, those demons transfer to yes. him, and he started to build little shrines Whatever. for every one of those wives. Wow, that's they right. He's in the people, people go, their Christian life goes down the hill, you know, end up in mental hospitals. When it comes to the prostitutes, since they have so many clients, their soul becomes like a Swiss cheese with horses. <laughs> and many of them just yeah. go insane. They, it's not anymore the woman you're looking at. She doesn't even know who she is. The demons are controlling
1: her. Yeah. Wow. So what, this, so what do you This of
3: thing is deadly.
1: What if someone has been with a prostitute and listening right now, and, or they've had many sexual partners and uh, they've repented, but how do you uh, cut those soul ties? Okay. We
3: are praying for this young Italian lady who single mother with 32 boys, and we are praying that God will restore her soul. God opened her eyes. And she saw angels coming from all directions, bringing something tiny, you know, putting back to her. Of course, they were bringing what we asked for, pieces of her soul with every client. You cannot give yourself to a new wife if you know so many other women have part of your soul. You have to ask the Lord. You say, Lord, forgive me for all the sex and other ways through which my soul was fragmented. I ask you, Father... Send your angels, bring back every piece of my soul restore it back to me. In Jesus' name I break those soul ties with every person and persons. Not only that, you have to break soul ties sometimes with places. You understand? Your soul, it's like it has a cord, and if the other side of the cord is grouped to a place, you're always drawn to go to that place. Could be even
1: objects. So praise God, we have to for example, it's just like uh, you put your tongue against a ice cube, and yes. you rip it away, you're going to leave a piece of skin yes. on that ice cube.
4: Yes, that's the way it
1: works. <laughs> so uh, you basically you repent, number one, and then yes. uh, let's say someone has had ten sexual partners, um, and they've repented of that, but they know that each one of them got some of their soul fragments.
3: You ask the Lord to remove everything from their soul, you know? Okay. Just soul of the, those people, you know, and bring back their soul back.
1: Okay. Um, that's the way
3: God does, he restores my soul, Psalm 23. Soul can ah. be fragmented, Psalm 7, that he comes like a lion and renders my soul in pieces. Now, sex is one thing you can fragment the soul, is, you know, the witchcraft can do the same thing.
1: Okay. Um, let me ask you about generational curses. We've had people mm-hmm. that said, hey, my grandmother was uh, into witchcraft or... You know they were um they played with the Ouija board and fortune telling then they have just cursed their their family line down to three and four generations. Is that right?
3: This is the word of God. you shall have no other God before me. I am a jealous God, visiting iniquities of the forefathers upon the children to the third First generation, generation forty times four hundred sixty years ahead. You might be experiencing lots of troubles. You may be talented. You know, things going right, but it could have been going much better. You know,
4: there's something
3: undermining. There's something there, the curses at work.
1: Okay, so if you if you know that you've had some um, witchcraft up the family tree, or there was some sexual sin, maybe adultery, and uh, you see some generational curses kind of manifesting. How can a person listening out there right now uh, break a generational curse in their life?
3: Well, first of all, only the child of God has the right. You have, to, you have to be on the Lord's side. You know, if you're not on the Lord's side, Lord's side, Jesus' side, you are on the devil's side. You know, so... But the change the sides, you know, and the way to do it, Jesus died for our sins. You know, yes. you have to come to him. You know, whoever comes to me, I will not push him out. Simple prayer, admit you are a sinner. Jesus, forgive me for all my sins and just save me. No. Once you're born again, you have the right to break all curses. Because Jesus on the cross was made a sin. He was made also a curse to release us, not only from the curses which came upon us because of our sins, but He paid a price that we might be released from the iniquities of our forefathers, You know, reaching to us from beyond the grave. You know, and affecting us right now. You know, so that has to be confessed as a sin. In Jesus' name I declare. Jesus died for me on the cross. And, uh, you know, for all these curses, I I declare, you know, release from all those curses. In Jesus' name I command every demon
1: reinforcing the
3: curse. You must go.
1: Wow. Amen. Now, let's say uh, you're a deliverance minister uh, or, you know, just someone who's who's a Christian. They know their authority. And uh, someone else comes to them and says, hey, you know, I really need you to pray for me. Uh, and you lead them through the sinner's prayer. They accept Jesus. Yeah. And then they say, well, you know what, I, I came out of the occult. Can you stand in the gap for them and actually break the curses on their behalf if they're in cooperation with you? If
3: they're cooperation, of course. Of course. When two or three agree, of course. I know how to better, how to pray. They just have to, I have to have their consent. And I can break it because I'm more effective, you know, as uh, uh, angels bring. You know, some people can get deliverance from demons, but their soul can still be trapped in the regions of the kingdom of darkness. If you if you do not ask for the bringing back that soul, they're able to manipulate from that, those regions of darkness, still manipulate you, and it looks like you didn't get deliverances. So, you know, the knowledge... Deliverance is very important,
1: yeah? Amen. Amen. Uh, well, give me, give me some verbiage, though. Let's say, uh, you know, I had someone who called into the program, and we were praying, and they said, yes, my, uh, I was involved in the witchcraft. Um, you know, they repent. What could you say to that person, if you want to stand in the gap, and they're in agreement with you that uh, they want to be set free of that curse?
3: Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I thank you, Lord God, that Jesus on the cross... Died for their sins, and they receive Lord God this is Him right now as Lord and Savior. Lord God, thank You on the cross, Jesus Christ, died for the curses binding them because of the sins they committed. Their parents, ancestors, ten, fifty generations, as far as as it goes back on both sides of the family. I declare the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name is able to break, Lord out those curses. He, the person was already in Jesus' name, Lord God, and just Jesus paid the price for them. Therefore, I declare release from all those curses. I declare them to be broken in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I pray the blood of His skies to cleanse the family line right now, in Jesus' name, and into the future. In Jesus' name, command every demon which was carrying, reinforcing the curse, you must go. In the name of Jesus, I lose angels to break all the soul ties connection with the, uh, with the you know, uh, realm of witchcraft. In the name of Jesus Christ, I free the soul, Lord God. I, I free everything captive in Jesus' name, which belongs to them, which is part of them, right now, in Jesus' name. And, Lord God, I pray for a, Lord God, for a wall of fire around them from now on, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, and I lose, Lord God, upon the enemy, Father God. In Jesus' name, right now, even forgetfulness. <laughs> what happened, Lord oh God? And erase even from their memories that such a person existed. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Yes. Amen. That's powerful.
3: You can be a little bit innovative. <laughs> you know, now, that's When you believe, it works. When you believe, it works. When it lines up with the word of God, always works.
1: Okay, you know, that's a good point I want to lead into. Uh, but before I do that, uh, would you give out your contact information, how people can get a hold of your ministry? Um, would I like well, to order some you know, materials? If they go
3: to the www.jesusdeliverance.com, if everything there, There's the phone number that the emails By two, those two means, they can contact us. And if they need, let's say, information how to certain questions concerning their deliverance, spiritual warfare, things they cannot, um, overcome, um, you know, we, we are very happy, I'm very happy to, to, to do answer questions, you know, I I have no, no time, however, not that I don't have it, for those smart Alex, you know, who know it all, and they don't really, want to know the answer, they don't want to just prove that you're wrong.
1: Absolutely, you know, deliverance is for the desperate, isn't it, and, um, Deliverance is the children's bread. Explain that. My yeah. opinion is that, you know, the the people that get deliverance are the Christians that come forward yeah. and they're willing to be um, set free in Jesus' name. But if if they're not covered with the blood of Jesus, then if you were to cast the demon out, it's only going to come back with seven more. So, yeah, um, do you agree with that statement? Well. <laughs>
3: You know, it's like this, you know, how to keep your deliverance. First of all, you have to be born again.
1: <laughs> it is
3: children's bread. <laughs> yea, those who received him, he gave a power to become children of God. You know? Born on of flesh and blood, but born of God. So, you know, you have to be born of God. You are a child of God. And as a child of God, you are entitled to healing, deliverance, gifts, all the blessings.
2: Amen? Wow.
4: The
3: problem is that not many children of God want to hear about deliverance, so they are empowered. They are children of God, but they are beggars. They are sick. They are dying. They are tormented. They are defeated. You know? And that's, that's the problem. We ought to, you know, just awaken the body of Christ. I mean, I'm in Edmonton, you know. I'm a, a, a rare entity, you know, enigma to all those churches and pastors, you know. But we keep this post heralding the news on deliverance and spiritual warfare, because most of those Christians I at mean, any given church, if I did mass deliverance, you would have, you know, just things manifesting. Yes. Not mentioning about pastors. How many pastors need deliverance? It's unbelievable. Amen. You know, the status quo, you know, everything's alright, you know. Oh, that's exactly what the devil wants you to know. But we but, are to reach out to the body of Christ. I'm mean, heralding deliverance to the body of Christ. I lose angels all the time to the north, east, south, and west of Edmonton and beyond, Keep binding the devils over the churches is the power of religious error. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes. Oh, they
3: break the power of the lies from the pastors, but I pray blessing upon the pastors. I break the power of the lies. And, and and I keep asking God, keep bringing, keep bringing those people. They don't know. They just don't know. They don't know the deliverance exists. They don't know they might have demons. They just don't know. I didn't know.
1: That's why we're trying to scream it from the rooftops. and clearly I know happy
3: about you and Richard, you know, because you're a, <laughs> a rare entity too. And many might hate you, might be with you. Attack doesn't matter. Eyes, eyes of heaven are upon you. Amen. All the okay. angels are standing there. I receive you the Gideon's army. I remember this prayer evangelist, you know, really prophet gifts. You know, he saw me the first time. And and right away, he prophesied, he says, "That says, the Lord, you are in my Gideon's army. And that's what it is. And the Gideon's army was only 300, and what? They were fighting only for themselves? No. They were fighting for the rest of Israel, which didn't care even. 32,000 came to the battle, or when God said who wants to go home is afraid, two-thirds left. Yet God loves them. You understand? Yes, sir. You, Richard, fight for the whole body of Christ. Because God loves them. Praise God. They are ignorant. They are like little children, you know, and pooping in the diapers, you know, just <laughs> you know, messing up, you know, just attack you when you love them. You know, you you have you know deliverance for them, but they don't want to hear it. Doesn't matter.
1: We keep the post.
3: At and the you get end, me.
4: God will prevail.
1: Amen. You got me excited and re-energized here. Well, uh, oh,
4: praise God. Praise God.
1: I I thought it was all over with. I said, man, I can't believe all the things that are happening. Maybe I'm on the wrong road. And, oh, well, praise God. That's a good sign. The attacks are coming on oh, no. your.
3: You know, it it might feel lonely on the post, heralding Deliverance, Deliverance. They say, are well, you devil conscious, you'll see demons under every bush, you know.
4: <laughs> well, if
3: I am devil conscious, God must be even more devil conscious because he cannot say, I wonder what the devil was doing five minutes ago. <laughs> He knows he moves all the time. Amen. I say this. The closer we get to Jesus, the more we know what the devil is doing. That doesn't make me yet to make conscious.
1: You know? Amen to that. Um, yeah. You mentioned uh, many people have unbelief. Now, if someone has yeah. an actual spirit of unbelief, um, how do they? Yes. what are they dealing with? How do they get rid of that? Well, you know, the
3: antidote for unbelief is, of course, the word of God. Okay. But... You know, you can find out, you know, some people don't believe good things happen to them, you know. Obviously, this thing is rooted in rejection, yeah? Yes. Rejection, No fear, you know, and you, you have to deal, you know, with individual case, you know, and see where this unbelief, you know, just, you know, comes from, you know. And you have to remove unbelief. It's one of the most deadly demons and sins. Because of unbelief, people go into hell. Really, because of unbelief, born again Christians cannot possess more you know just they just got born again, and that 's it. They are like the uh, Lazarus with his grave clothes on, you know, as somebody said, you know liberty without freedom,
2: <laughs> Wow, how
3: can you live a Christian life with all the grave on clothes grave clothes on you know, and the demons inside
1: okay, so if there 's someone listening out there that has a spirit of unbelief um what, what would be the next step to get set free of
3: that? People pray I like to be. I like to teach people to be honest. I teach pastors
1: how to be honest.
3: When I go to the other countries, I know they all try to look good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I, I help them. I said, you know, you like, you like to, you like to look so good. Even now, you know, in front of me. But God knows your problems. The Holy Angels knows your problems. The Devil knows your problems. Your demons know your problems. Your wife knows your problems. Even your own congregation knows you have problems. So why don't you open up yourself?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: and you know they do. You read my side one. Uh, one you know um, Nigerian pastor. It's on um, report two thousand three in Nigeria. He said during mass deliverance. After mass deliverance, I went home. I slept. Angel of the Lord appeared and said to me, "You got deliverance from sexual lust." And the pastor writes and said, true, even my congregation knew I had the problems. Even my congregation. So I teach them. So the same with unbelief and doubt, I say, just repeat after me. And I, I, I have a teaching on it, removing the stone of unbelief. It's right. like removing the stone from Lazarus' grave. You know, it's over your heart. My talks about wicked heart of unbelief. So I said, Jesus, I confess because I don't believe many things. I don't believe that you really love me, it's just my head, but in my heart I don't feel it. I don't believe you want to do good things for me. As a matter of fact, I'm a jealous. I teach them to be honest. Now, Jesus, I give you all this unbelief. I renounce the whole thing, and I make them to declare, you know, the truth, the word of God. I would say, decree a thing, it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Job twenty-two twenty-eight. You start to decree the Word of God. You see, if you decree a lie, believe a lie, speak a lie, enough times, you, you know, if you speak a lie, you believe a lie. You live a lie. If you start to declare the Word of God opposite to what, what the whole thing is, you know, it's not just something mechanical because the Word of God has a power. You yes. start to believe what you think. It's not this claim it, you name it and claim it, you know. Love it and grab it, you know. It's intelligent declaring the word of God. It takes okay. in your heart.
1: So, give an example of how you could um, declare the word of God against the spirit of unbelief.
3: Okay, I believe that God loves me. You know. So you just simply, I said, repeat after me: Jesus, forgive me for not believing you that you love me. I renounce the unbelief, I renounce the lie, and I decide. You see, it's your will. We have the power to decide. I decide, in spite of whatever is going in my head right now, screaming no, 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 I decide, and I declare that you love me, and I receive your love right now. I do it, I have my, and I get to the Pastor Rolismar's deliverance, my, um, you know, just inserts here and there, and I have especially, you know, renunciation of rejection, renunciation of doubt and unbelief, you know, and then declaration. Now I declare the Word of God. I declare I can do all things through Christ. I declare God loves me. I declare I am good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, uh...
1: (laughs) Praise God.
3: And and then deliverances take place. Uh, You know, in in Badio, in Northern Philippines, I, you know, 15 minutes into renunciation, I couldn't continue with renunciations because everybody was manifesting. So, I stayed at the pulpit and keep, you know, uh, standing up for all of them. When my friends, you know, Carl Henderson, uh, Tim Gardner, and Michael Miller were doing, you know, went into the crowd, you know. Some Filipino helpers and no and helpers, you yes. know. But, you know, some people don't believe that God loves them. They have to renounce this rejection. They they do not believe that... Yeah, I had a lady just last Friday. Every Friday we have, we call it, weekly deliverance workshops. People come from other churches. And um, she's, the spirit manifested, you know, just, uh, first, you know, just uh, hatred of the Father. But anyway, finally, self-hatred. So I had to bind the demon... Otherwise, they can manifest and manifest, but deliverance doesn't take place. Binded demons, I, I said, you have to renounce the things you hate about yourself. I said, just repeat to Jesus well, what you hate about yourself. Ask him to forgive you. Oh, I hate my hair. I hate my feet. I hate my eyes. Friday, after a while, I said, what well, you don't hate about yourself. There's almost <laughs> nothing left. <laughs> anyway, you know what? It just broke that sinking hair. And, you know, and then, you know, uh, then she got this massive deliverance and releases. The walls of rejection were melting down. Praise God. Yeah. Um, People cannot believe that they're loved. They're worthy, you know, that they can do anything.
1: Pastor Joseph, there's someone tuning in that says, uh, I would love to get up to the church in Canada, but I don't have the money to travel, and I believe what you're saying tonight. Is there any mm-hmm. uh, thing a person can do? Can they do self-deliverance on themselves?
3: Oh, self-deliverance! Of course, you know. Just you know, people should not seek a person, but Jesus. You understand? Okay. I mean, the teachings. What I am is what the Lord did. Understand? They can get it from our tapes, from Pastor Wally's tapes, and they can do self-deliverance. Example from the Philippines. Really beautiful Well We receive. Um, that was about four years ago from this lady in the Philippines, an email. She said, uh, I'm a white-collar worker, you know, I never leave my work. You know, I am a Christian, you know, and, and, uh, and I had all these problems all my life. My church was not helping me. And I heard about you guys, about the School of Deliverance 101. So I decided to come <laughs> on the third day. When you are giving diplomas, we always give them diplomas, yeah?
4: Yes.
3: And uh, and, and this, this, this lady came, you know, just and, and, and on her platform, you know, and uh, I was giving her diplomas and I just felt like telling her, Jesus really loves you, you know, just, you know. And yeah. she, wow, she manifested rejection, look right there, screaming, coughing, spitting, vomiting, <laughs> and fall to the ground. So the other lady, who we're talking about, who sent me the email, is meanwhile praying to God, you know, saying, Oh, God, I know I need deliverance, but I don't want to get deliverance the way she's getting. <laughs> <laughs> means all this, you know, puking, screaming, and falling to the ground. Well, when mass deliverance came, that's the way she was getting deliverance for two hours. But when she went home, she ran. it was about 6.30, she started to feel sick, and then she remembered the teaching on self-deliverance we gave, you know. And I also told people, I said, because you going home, the, the command I give, this is my faith, is that the demons which do not come out, the command still stands over their heads, tormenting them, you know. Yes. They are bound, but they, the command stands. So, if you start to feel sick at home and puking and you know, don't worry about it you just you, you might be getting deliverance, so take the authority so she remembered about it, took authority over that thing because he had to be sick, didn't really know what it was, commanding all those things according to the will of Jesus kept coming out, and when she finished it was ten o'clock, three it's and a half hours most of wow, and she was. Filled with the Holy Spirit, joy and love, and when went the next following days ran to the church, the pastor, we need deliverance in our church, people are not delivered, started to pray for people, I get tons of deliverance, praying for deliverance. I remember when I came back from the first uh, workshop in Hagwich, you know, I was praying tons, kneeling, praying in tongues, and I started to yawn, cough, spit, and my heart is watering. As I was going on? They were trying to stop me from praying. <laughs> <laughs> so I I didn't know uh, then again, you know, I tried again playing tax again Cop spit, wh- tears and finally the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I'm giving you deliverance you know so when I went next to the next lecture I asked Pastor what if that's true he said, yeah oh, self-deliverance is an awesome thing Praise self-deliverance God. doesn't take care of all things because sometimes God wants us to humble ourselves, yeah? <laughs> and as brother and sister, <laughs> confess your sins false to one another. You know, but otherwise can take care of lots of things. You know, you don't have to be in a church. If you have two, three people, five, you can do, have your little renunciation and mass deliverance right in your living room all the time. I used to go to the woods with my friend and we would pray for each other cast out each other demons. Wow. Till time came, I didn't feel like... Casting out demons out of myself, I just I guess I was probably you know
1: quite empty. <laughs> amazing. Now, if you want to uh, pray for somebody
4: and, uh-huh. um,
1: and cast a demon out and they're in agreement with you and they're a Christian, uh, yeah. do you need to bind the strong man first? I always do
3: I always do because they do interfere you know uh, and the spirits draw a power from the strong man, also the strong man draw power from the demons. You know? So, yeah, I do bind the strongmen. I bind the doorkeepers. I also lose angels to cut the cords. That's very important. The demons in people have cords. Strongmen, for sure. Linking them to the spirits outside. Either second heaven, either the realms of the kingdom of darkness, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah? Yes. You have to break those cords. You have to
1: those cords. Okay, so what would you say? You say something like, Father God, I ask that you would loose your angels to go out and cut the cords?
3: Yes. It was shown in a vision to one uh, brother, you know, this... Uh, the cast of, uh, no, demon could not come out. So uh, the Lord just opened his eyes. He saw a little cloud over this person. And then he saw a big cloud in the heavenly, and caught cord was between the little cloud and the big cloud. And God said, break the cord. So they broke the cord and the demon came out. Wow. They are case... linked to their superiors, wherever they are.
1: Okay. Uh, so give me give me the verbiage on that. What would you say in this particular case? What would be the command?
3: In the name of Jesus Christ, I can do it or I can lose angels to do it, Work both okay. ways. It's your faith. In Jesus Christ, I to lose angels to cut all the cords linking the demons within the person with all, you know, just demons outside who are in, in, in a supervising position over them.
1: Okay. Now, yes. what about caging of demons and boxing them up? How does that Beautiful. use
3: Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, the demons would scream to me, oh, you and your boxes. You know, I'm sick of you and your boxes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> of course it works. Sometimes I cannot catch. I, we are dealing with the Leviathan. Now, that, that's a big thing. Oh, yeah. You know, Bible says, you you start the battle, you cannot forget it. I guess, it's 2 o'clock a.m., I'm so tired, we cannot, you know, we cannot, you know, get him out. You know, we already did everything. We already made him to look at Jesus who was standing right there, you know. You know, and whatever reasons, you know, I, I decided, I said, I'm losing to the box. And the demon was screaming, not oh, just the box, the box, you know, why the box? Well, we put him in a box, marinate in a box. It's a principle... Yes. In a book of Joshua, you know the cave you know you know and and the other principle is uh, uh, revelation chapter twenty when you know and you bind the devil and uh, opens the you know the the lid from the certain shaft in the abyss and uh, puts the devil there, yeah that is yes. also like a confinement it's a principle of a confinement you know and uh, and uh, keep him there and you can read the scriptures and Keep marinating him there, but you have to believe. It cannot be just like a head knowledge. You understand?
1: Amen, The
3: remote, um, Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. You have to. They know if you believe that in your heart, you can say things out of the knowledge. If you don't believe in your heart, it doesn't have the power of binding.
1: Amen yeah. to that. I mean, I think part of the difficulty is people say, "Well, you know, I I I hear what you're saying. I believe that there's angels and demons, but I've never seen them with my eyes."
3: Uh, but uh, Doesn't matter. It's the word of God.
4: <laughs> <Amen>?
3: They are. <laughs> In deliverance, we know they are. They speak to us. I yes. have conversations all the time with them. Not that I want to, you know. They need no, to come to a, a,
1: a deliverance service. They'll have their minds changed.
3: That's right. You know, you have them right there. I mean, some people just run because, you know, the, oh boy, this is scary, you know. God did not give us a speed of fear of power, of
1: sound mind. Okay, you know? so let's say you're doing a deliberate session and uh, you bound the strong man, you bound the, the doorkeeper, uh, yep. you, you cut the the ties between the demons cords. and the cords. Okay, and um,
3: what happens? I signed if- into the power of third heaven, and okay. before I start, I lose the judgment of God written upon them to weaken them. I lose the blood of against them, and I lose angels to start to divide them. Okay. Because the Bible says though hand joint in hand shall not stand. Two are better than one. I start yes. to divide them. Then uh-huh. I take I like them it. from the armor of prior rank. I break curses. I take every legal ground. Depends on. You know, we have a um, tape titled, you know, Love Never Fails, you know, when uh, a story in Ivory Coast. I'm going there in November, you know. Again, you know, and we did everything, all these procedures, you know, and it was saying, oh, yeah, she worships us, parents worship us, the ancestors worship us, I'm not coming out. That was a spirit of Nero, Nero, powerful demon. And I did all those things. I said, God, it's after midnight. I mean, this was, I said, Where did that ever end?" and, you know, little word of knowledge, and I said, I need two ladies, <laughs> you know, sit on both sides of her, start to give her a kiss, tell her you love her. But the Africans are not used to this type of things, you understand? Yes. So that was a new thing for them, but the, the moment they started to give her a kiss, it broke the whole thing. No screaming, no mighty manifestation, that big demon was broken just by love, just like that. She started to sob. And then they started to come out quietly, the whole thing,
1: gloriously set free. Praise God. What do you do if you're doing a deliverance session and uh, the demon's not wanting to manifest? Do you have any techniques for routing the demon?
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the skill.
3: (laughs) You have to know um, how they they come out. They do not always manifest when I pray. You understand? Okay. many times they will come out, you know, quietly, also, yeah? I and mean, yeah. God chooses. God chooses, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. the person I'm looking at, well, you know, I say to myself, well, when I'm going to pray for this guy, he's such a mess, he's going to manifest big time. Well, he doesn't manifest big time. The person who is so quiet, and I say, oh, this, he doesn't have too big problems, bang, big time. Never know. Never know. But, to cause them to manifest, you know, that it, it's the skill, you know, skill of the deliverance worker, you know, uh, to know how to do it, uh, the anointing, the, the faith, you know, using certain scriptures. Uh, for example, you know, they, <laughs> they were praying for this guy, and they came, you know, sweating, saying, oh, Pastor Joseph, uh, nothing is happening, maybe you could come. Oh, I just came to him and gave him a kiss on the top of his head. And he started to scream, oh, no, not this, not this, not this. <laughs> <laughs> a big time. It depends on, sometimes we'll sing a song about love. You know? Oh. Sometimes we'll quote a scripture. we we'll sing all the time. You know? Because the Bible says God abides in the praises of his people. you yes. need extra power? Psh, the power will come. Sometimes I admit to God. God, I don't know what to do with this curse devil you know what to do lord i remember in lexington kentucky i was praying for this woman she uh came out from satanism and uh, this was not happening you know i said god i need more anointing <laughs> yes. whoa the demon started to
4: scream
3: i said why are you screaming <laughs> now <laughs> Why well, you asked for extra anointing It's burning us well
1: so oh my goodness uh so let's say uh you're doing a deliberate session and um you you box the demon up. You you divide them. You put them in that box and marinate them. Um, what if they're just really stubborn and don't want to come out? What kind of uh, judgments can you lose on them? Can you lose blindness, for example? It depends on
3: the situation. It depends on the demon. I always lose the judgment written upon them. Besides, what I sometimes feel concerning the situation. Yeah. So, I lose upon them. And sometimes, you know, I just admit, I know I'm not going to fight a demon. I'm going to sleep. But I I know the power of binding.
1: How about loosing the hornets of heaven?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome.
1: <laughs> to sting them or ask God to pierce them through with his arrows?
3: Yes, yeah, that's right. They will just they will go after them. You know, it's just a special type
1: of angels. Now, you have know, you ever so given a, a demon a haircut? <laughs> 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 I
3: heard that some well, demons we have long it, hair. We did it. In the story of this uh, lady named Solange in in, in, uh, in Ivory Coast, okay. we had to uh, the demon was screaming. I see, well he, uh, he uh, disclosed himself. We have it all on a videotape. So oh, wow. the ladies, I didn't know, but the ladies understood. They said we have to cut her hair, you oh. know, because she had those with beads and those special, and the, that was giving power. So they cut her hair, and surely. You know, the demons lost their power.
1: Oh, my goodness. Wow.
3: Yeah. So they can certainly sometimes be tied. Sometimes it would be jewelry. Okay. You know, sometimes it would be jewelry. I was in Hagwich. I remember uh, we had this guy, you know, and he looked like Michael Jackson, yeah? <laughs> and we had this chain, you know, and we, we the moment we started tried to take the chain, oh, the demons were just screaming big time, big time.
1: So they were attached to that uh, that chain, uh, so they get be yeah. tied to objects. Um, yeah,
3: definitely.
1: That's that's awesome. Now, when you cast a demon out, what options do we have for where we can send one as a believer?
3: Well, you know, just that some people, you know, just try to send them to different places. I usually uh, send them where Jesus wants them to go. Okay. Out of curiosity, I might sometimes you know, interrogate them, what is Jesus sending, you know. <laughs> I had this guy who had the 12 spirits of Leviathan. That's a very, rare thing. Oh, wow. Uh, because it's enough to have one. But anyway, the first six I sent them, you know, I sent them straight to the lake of fire, yeah?
1: Yes. Somehow
3: that's how I felt. And when I, that, then we bound them, and the other time was praying, and then, then I said, well, what is what is the Father sending you? And he said, well, to the same place you sent. The same I ask, what the judgment God is doing to you? It's all well, the same thing you did, breaking our heads. Psalm 74. He divides the waters and breaks the heads of the dragons in the waters.
1: Okay, so Leviathan has 12 heads. I heard that uh, one guy said you can have an angel take Leviathan and put him on the beach and kind of roast him in the sun or drag him out to the desert.
3: What I pray is this. I call on the fire of God to come down and dry up the spiritual waters. Bible talks about fountains, springs, rivers, and waters of wickedness. So I call on the fire of God to come down and, and, and dry up the waters. You understand? Okay. So his scales just open up, you know.
1: Yes. And then,
3: of course, I, I says, can you put a hook? I cannot, but angels
1: can. You know, so I how would you say hard. that? Would you, would you say angels of God in Jesus' name? Uh, yeah. Push a hook right into his soft hook. flesh? Pardon mean? Yeah, ask him to like, push that hook straight through his armor?
3: Yes, that's, what, that's it. I also I lose the sword of the Lord to scrape all the scales. Okay. Because they are tied together, no air can get into. And I lose the sword of the Lord to pierce the heart of the demon. Yes. It's like a millstone, yeah? I the power of the neck. You know, it's the the strength in the neck. You know, and so on. We have a teaching on Leviathan. You know, just it, it, it methodo, methodically, you know, just like step up to, you know, line upon line, you know, you have to deal with yes. it. Leviathan is not a little, you know, demon. there, You know, that, that's, that's a big thing.
1: Probably one of the most right. formidable. Now, I heard that demons uh, don't like going to Tartarus. Have you ever sent one there?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. They are the deepest parts of hell. You
1: know, uh, you know.
3: I believe, you know, um, you know, the demons which uh, you know cross the first estate, yeah,
1: you know. Yes.
3: Cohabitate with women. Absolutely, they are there, you know. But uh, Tartarus, yeah, yeah. You remind them about hell. You even ask God to give them the vision of it. Oh, I like that (laughs) one. Now, when the uh, they will scream, you can ask God for a vision of Calvary. They really hate that; terrifies them. Calvary terrifies them.
1: Oh, yes. Now, when the fallen angels in Genesis 6 mated with the women and they had the uh, half-men, half-demons, yeah. um, the giants, what happened when those giants died? Or, do you think those are the, the demons that we're facing today? Or, or what do you think happened to them?
3: Well, we, they, all the giants died, you know, in uh, Genesis chapter 6. But then, you know, when they were possessing Land, they're still giants. Why? Because when humans start to get close come to contact with demons.
4: Yes. Understand?
3: That's when it start to happen again.
4: Okay. And of course
3: right now Jesus said the last days shall be as the days of Noah. So <laughs> this UFO abduction is not a fairy tale. Those UFO thinks you know it's just nothing but you know uh, demonic you know just you know just ships. That's what it is.
1: Now, there's you know, uh, yeah, there's absolutely demons so and fallen then, angels.
3: Yeah. The sons of God are back.
1: Are they you know, mating with
3: cohabiting. women? the sons of God are back. The fallen angels start to already cross the first estate and, yes. and cohabit with with men.
1: Okay, because people are saying, you know, at night I go to sleep and I'm paralyzed, and they're having all yeah. these sexual dreams. Are these uh, yeah. demons trying to mate with them?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, in Africa they call them spirit wife or spirit husband. Yes. You know. Here is the incubus and succubus. Yes. You know? And, and of course, you know, I, I, I prayed lately for a lady who, he was she heard me talking about the spirit husband, and she just visited us, you know, and she said, well, you know, she was shy. She said, you know, at night something comes, I feel like I'm being raped every night. Yes. You know, I prayed deliverance, it was just massive manifestation of soul. Of course they do, you know. They do. People have those demons, not necessarily a uh, uh, Father angel King. They just have those spirits. But all, of course, the Father angels can come in, you know, and uh, do those things. Oh, yeah. So that but what's then happening? we're talking about when they, when they cross the present state and they start to produce this type of things, offspring. Yes. Right
1: now. Yeah. That's, the uh, demons that's actually, are
3: experimenting. You know, uh, you the know, Bible says, let us make, make men what demons experimenting right now.
1: Brother, I believe They're that. They're all kinds of things. I believe they made it with everything and they created half animal, half man. I mean, it's some really sick yeah. stuff, the chimera. Yeah,
3: um, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so a person saying out there, hey, I, I'm so afraid I can't even sleep in the dark with my light off. With my light off. Mm-hmm. How does a person get victory over that so they could sleep in complete darkness? Or should you have mm-hmm. a light on so you can see what's attacking you? What's your recommendation?
3: Well, I will tell you, you know, I spent most of my life in adulthood. I came to Jesus sleeping with the lights on, radio on, and I had to watch the door. I had to watch the door. I could not have my back to the door Yes. 24 years. Before I came to deliverance, Jesus already taught me how to fight. I remember one day he said, "Turn off the radio." I said, "Turn off the radio," oh, it gives me comfort. It's a false comfort. You understand?
4: Mm-hmm. We yes. make
3: about false comfort, false comfort from people all the time. Okay, so I I was kind of a cold sweat, you know, appearing. <laughs> but I turn off the radio, you know, So I'm going back to bed, and then he speaks to me again and says. Turn off the lights. Light, Lord, that you're asking too much. Light. <laughs> I cannot sleep without light. Turn off the light. Oh, that was not easy. <laughs> turn off the light. I already cold sweat. <laughs> I'm going to bed. At least I can watch the door. Well, he says, turn your back to the door. Oh, Lord, you're asking too much. <laughs> but I did. I did, and suddenly I was sleeping.
1: Doesn't matter
3: if there were housefuls of demons. That moment, I obeyed the Lord. Yes. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, otherwise, you know, just if your sins have tormented you, you can bind it. If you don't have a faith or enough power, then you have to ask other two, three believers, so the binding is more solid. Yeah, the binding oh. is according to your faith. Okay. You know, then you bind it. You go and not your house. Uh, people should anoint their places, you know uh, matter if you know something about quantum physics, records things you understand yes. it records things you know like the word records things like domestic violence, curses, swearing, fights you plead the blood to cleanse the place completely, completely you, you saturate the place with the blood of his Christ spirit run you know and global disguise, you know, just surround by faith, build the disguise on the doorposts, and all the place. ask for God's presence to fill the place. You know, just bind everything in yourself and just and say, Lord, take it over. The Bible says He gives His beloved sleep.
1: Amen. And no seek,
3: de- seek deliverance knowing that, you know, why, why should you bind every night, you know, like get those things out. Amen. Um, what about I pray every night over my sleep and my wife and children, and I pray for my ministry, if they like it or not. I pray for all of them.
1: Okay. Night is very important. Amen. Would you give us a sample prayer we could pray at night? Yeah, sure. Just sometimes I pray quick, sometimes you know uh, longer. Father
3: God, in the name of Jesus Christ, just thank you for this passing day. I give you praise and glory, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Lord God, I thank you for the good things, for the bad things. Please forgive me in all I have sinned, and my children, my wife. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ, and that's what it is. I plead the blood of Christ to us and this cold place from all sin, all evil, all unrighteousness, wickedness, uncleanness, Curse which and demons, in Jesus' name. I draw blood of Christ around the line of the property with the blood of Christ. Top of head has gotten to the spirit realm. I pray, Lord God, for angels like a wall of fire around this place, God. In Jesus name, Lord God, I pray to my my sleep, my dreams, Lord God, and bind the strongmen, bind any old spirits. God, in Jesus name, do not allow the enemy to interrupt my sleep. And <laughs> Lord, you wanted to show me something. <laughs> yes, which He does sometimes, and He will allow. Lord God, as advise, I, I trust in You, God. Uh, God, I just bless my sleep and look oh out and, and and prepare me for the next day in Jesus' name. And that's it.
1: Praise God.
3: Sleep, trusting the Lord. That's all.
1: Amen to that. Sleep is
3: very important. Very Cover yourself, very important.
1: Joseph, uh, people are seeing huh? numbers. In fact, I've been seeing a number, and I, I don't know what the meaning it is. I've been looking, and I'll look at the clock, and it will always be the same. It will either be 9... Eleven, or it'll be three, three, three. Is that a demonic attack? Have you ever run across uh, anybody that has told you that before? Oh yeah. What what is the importance of nine one one or three three three? If you've seen it all the time.
3: You know, well, you know, just uh, it's it's just for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, nine eleven. I mean, got maybe you know. uh, uh, You have to ask God. You know what I'm saying? If you're seeing this, so what are you speaking to me, Lord? Is it something is going to happen again? Is it fear from the past? God? or... He will tell you. So you cannot... There's nothing settled in numbers that that's what it really means. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, you just have to ask God for the interpretation
1: of it. I asked one person, and they said uh, they believe it could be Revelations 9-11. And I looked and it at it, could and be
3: it's... That. And that's correct. I had when God gave me things like that, Isaiah this, you know, and that, you know, and it was the chapter, it was the the, the verse. Yeah, but it will, he will quicken this to you. You will know it. And sometimes, he doesn't do that right away. Sometimes, you have to pray. You know, your Bible says, seek, ask, knock. And he yes. will answer. Sometimes it could be, you know, it, it, it will be a situation that he, it's not about here and now, but something for later right okay so he will stretch the time and then he he uh he wants you to seek him to find answers the whole christian walk is like that amen
4: <laughs> you pray you seek He <laughs> could make it so easy but
3: you know that's the way things work joseph people you know, are looking at if, the if to repeat a few times god is speaking or the enemy is trying in any case you find
1: out from God if it's from Him or from the enemy. Okay. Yeah. Amen to that. let um, Brother, I believe we're in the last days before the return of Jesus and I was raised mm-hmm. to believe looking for a rapture can happen any minute but as I've grown in Christ, I don't believe the Lord comes back to the last trump so my personal belief is <laughs> that we're yeah. going to go through some persecution and tribulation.
3: Well, What's you what is your take on that? Uh, I tell you my position, you know, and it's, 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 I'm not saying that says the Lord either. I didn't make any, out of any of them, which means pre-trip or post-trip, the definite thing, yeah?
1: Okay. However, I say
3: you must be ready. Yes. You know, sometimes a, intriguing to me was a partial rapture, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Which, um, and, and I'm not saying this is the doctor. I did not establish any one of the thinkers. This is it. But I believe that we ought to prepare for the world. That's
1: all. Amen to that. But, you know,
3: intriguing thing was a partial rapture. I want to tell you something. Um, in Finland, in 1929, right? Yes. There was this lady, Christian, and she was caught up in the spirit and had uh, visions from Jesus. And he showed her one long room, long table, and there were at the head of the table the Pope was standing. And, then, and all the other church leaders, you know, all around sitting, you know. And he said, let us be one church. There were charismatic leaders sitting there. Okay. Evangelical church leaders, you know. And let us be one. So that's what was happening. Then he took her to another room. They were all political leaders. And on the chest of one of those leaders was letter H, and he said, through this man, that is, that's 1929, lots of evil will come upon the whole world. If your little country of Finland, which was Lutheran, will not uh, rely on the arm of the flesh, but on the arm of the Lord, I will spare Finland. Or spill, Finland was spared. That name was Adolf Hitler. Wow. Understand? Yes, sir. And uh, then he shows her end tongues. <laughs> this is the slap in the face, if that was ever true, which I... I, I never said that says the Lord to that. I'm just telling you something <laughs> and it was it was a partial rapture. only those who were walking with Jesus like the Church of Philadelphia, yeah, who had the lamps full of oil laugh. yes, and the Lord decides you know you cannot tell the Lord who is, beside. and it was just such a small percentage of the church, they were gone was <laughs> well, the rest stayed, you know and but God never left them. People started to meet at home. So there were mighty, uh, you know, gatherings, meetings, you know, and uh, a visible presence of angels. Was yes. Happening, you know, and uh, then uh, then, it came the other three and a half of the tribulation, and the angels came and, and took them all into wilderness. They were hidden when those, for the three and a half years, all those plagues were coming down. Amen. So it, it unfolds this way In this way. The interesting thing which intrigued me, was that 60 years later, which was uh, 1989... Okay. And I got the tape, uh, when the man contacted me. In South Africa, a bunch of Christians were waiting on the Lord for 21 days with fasting, yeah? Yes. And the uh, uh, Holy Spirit just came down, and they all prostrate. One of them, a uh, young Jewish man named Naju Sodom, had a visitation. He came and said come, I'll show you my church. So they were flying, and they, he was showing him all these big churches, Arema, uh, Rema churches. Yes, sir. And in front of it were uh, Mercedes-Benzers, Porsche, BMWs, rich, 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 rich. And um, Jesus said, I'll show you what I'm going to do with it. And that was his hand, and he was knocking down those churches. Yeah? Yes, now, sir. A lot of step people. So question was asked, well, Lord, why are you doing this? If something is wrong, and that's what Jesus said, there is enough light to save people, and that's the most important. As you know that, yeah. Yes, sir. But I'm not happy with the rest. And then he looked at him and said, "I am the prosperity. I am the prosperity." You know, and this man was crying, and he said, and then was <laughs> the vision of the rapture. He was crying, not everybody is going, not everybody is going. Only those who had the love of God doing the works of Jesus. Amen. The lamps, ten virgins. Virgin is a virgin. <laughs> it happens that half of them is foolish, half of them is wise. Virgin, in spiritual sense, looks like it's uh, Christians whose sins are covered. Yeah? Yes. Only five of them are killers, and five of them are not. Uh-oh. So,
4: <laughs>
3: then he, the Lord showed them, you know, the hands of the apostles, showed them the cross. I showed them like those apostles were not just like a wimpy guys. They were, you know, those men worked. They, they were pretty tough. Not everybody they would take to be the disciple, right? Yes, sir. Yes. There are a lot of nominal Christians, but not many disciples, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, so talking about the rapture, I say this, you know, just, Jesus said, you know, just be ready. You have to be ready as if he was coming today. Once I preached a sermon. I said, if Jesus said he's coming in one month, what would you change in your life?
1: Oh, yes.
3: <laughs> and you know what? Oh, I would change this, that, and that. Why are you supposed to live like that right now? Amen. So that's the way I say, do the works of Jesus. Jesus destroy. Don't be too over-concerned with other things. It's nothing wrong to have even money. You understand? Yes, sir. The whole thing is, is money holding you or are you holding the money? That's Amen. the whole thing. Smith Wilger was was a simple plumber. <laughs> he was a mighty man of God, <laughs> he said to the Lord like this: "I like to dress up. Period. Lord, if, if I'm not going to have money working for you, I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nothing for the Lord. So he can. He didn't like to be elegant and dress up just to impress anybody. That's what he liked. Period. So God looks at your heart." You know Amen, We Mother. have to do work of Jesus, you know, and uh, save, reach, heal, deliver as many as we can. And that's
1: what counts. You know? Amen to that. You know, um, my <laughs> grandmother said something one time. Uh, you know, my, my grandparents were Church of God ministers. They were Pentecostal. Uh, they were retired pastors. Mm-hmm. and You know, we grew up in the church, and, um, you know, they preached that the rapture could come at any moment. And then as we got older, we got to debating it, and my grandfather said, you yeah. know, I can't preach that anymore because... I believe there's certain things going to happen, at least maybe there's going to be a great <laughs> falling away and the Antichrist is going to rise. And, yeah. you know, even today we all differ, but my grandmother said yeah. something interesting. She says, you know, I believe differently. She says, I believe Jesus is going to have some fruit gatherings. Hmm. And I said, fruit Isn't gatherings? Right? And I hmm. said, interesting, I haven't heard that before, because I said, you know, I thought we are going to be here to the, to the very end. Maybe we are. But she says, you know, hmm. I believe that there's going to be some fruit gatherings and he's going to take out the true bride. That's 100 yeah. percent sold out. So that's an interesting concept to contemplate. Yeah. But you, you know, know, I'm like this. Uh, be ready for the long haul. If he comes early, then that's gravy. <laughs> yes,
3: that, it, it, well, exactly. That's what I say too. You know, you know, you know, uh, you know. Prepare for the worst. You no, know? hope for the best. <laughs> Amen to that. Be um, ready. <laughs>
1: this has been one of the most interesting conversations I have yet had, and uh,
3: okay. I praise
1: God for this tonight. You coming on such short notice. Um, Pastor Joseph, give out your contact information again, please. Um,
3: Okay, well, it's www.jesusdeliverance.com. There's a phone number, there's the email. The email is promised, you know, at the end, at jesusdeliverance.com. And our phone number is 780-944-0526.
1: Now, a question for you. Our website
3: is not even worked out. The best because we never have time for it.
1: <laughs> if someone wanted or the materials, uh, do you also have MP3 download off of your website?
3: We go. I'm going to take to our webmaster. We're going to have it. We have a School of Deliverance 101, the basics which we teach around the world.
1: Okay.
4: You know,
3: and and then we have we just finished 201, and oh, then wow. the manuals which goes with it. You know, just and then we have of course all uh, tons of other teachings. You know, and. Uh, uh, praying to the Lord that He will release me more and more into just uh, uh, supervising you know missions and deliverances and and writing you know in, instead of also running the day to day
1: you know affairs of the church. Praise God! Yeah. Um, I want to encourage everybody to go over to JesusDelivers.com, get in contact with Pastor Joseph Jasinski and uh, Promised Land Ministries, order the materials. I'm going to be doing so. Uh, I believe this is powerful word tonight. Pastor, we have about 20 minutes remaining, and I know I put you Mm -hmm. on the spot tonight. I want to put you on the spot one more time. Uh, (laughs) Would we have time remaining for you to do a mini-mass deliverance over the air? Sure, I can do it, yeah. Because we have a lot of people jammed into the chat room and listening live. Um, Mm -hmm. I know you need more time typically, but is there anything we can do with 20 minutes remaining?
3: Well, we could do, you know, just two things, you know, just, I would like to come against fear and rejection.
1: Amen. Let's do
3: that. Bible says, I did it, I did it in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, uh, last May. We were, you know, just between airports. We landed in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia at 5 p.m., and the next day, 8 o'clock, we were flying to Indonesia. So we went to this certain church, they invited us, I said, Lord, what should I do in such a short time? So I preach on white right deliverance and then I taught them how they can fight themselves. On an example of a fear. Fear. You know, Bible says in Luke of course in Timothy, God did not give us fear of fear, but of power, love and sound mind. Fear seems to be so prevalent. And Bible says in Luke chapter one, seventy four. For we, being delivered from the hands of our enemies, can serve him without fear. So you cannot serve God properly if you have fear operating in your life. Even some deliverance ministers have (laughs) fear, you know, the devil is going to attack them, backlash, kill them. You cannot, you know, or they're not going to have money. Fear is so prevalent, I believe in, in most of the churches, most of the people have a fear, one type or another. Since the fear manifests in the stomach area, you know, that's where people get sick, means, you know, sick to the stomach. ulcers. <laughs> you know, when I was in Rwanda, many of those, in Uganda, many of those children I had stomach aches, stomach aches. In every case when I ask, you afraid? Were you afraid? You know, uh, something happened bad, yes, I'm still afraid. That's, that's why, the fear, fear, you know. So, um, that's number one, so maybe we can start with the fear. Everybody puts puts your hand on the stomach (laughs) area, other hand on your head, and just uh, repeat after me. Uh, Say, Jesus, Jesus. please forgive me for uh, entertaining, uh, uh, giving in to the certain fears operating in my life. You know, I close all the doors which I... My parents or ancestors may have opened to fear. I renounce the following fears, and I command them out right now. So start to mention to Jesus all those fears you have, you know. Fear of darkness, fear of not getting married, fear of dying, fear of demons, uh, fear of not succeeding, fear of not being loved, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, you know, and uh, every fear just keeps, You have to give it to the Lord. You have to confess it. Because you made consciously, unconsciously covenant agreement
1: with those. Oh, boy. Uh, This is a live broadcast, and we have just lost Joseph Jasinski. So stand by here a minute. Uh, He is going to call back, and we're going to wait on him. You know, the devil doesn't like... uh, Mass Deliverances, and uh, what a program this has been tonight. This has been powerful. I'm praising God for this opportunity. I want to make an announcement that Joseph Jasinski is going to be on Watchman Radio on Saturday night at 11 p.m., watchmanradio.com. And I also want to give an announcement that um, Rich Keltner is starting up his Wednesday night program tomorrow night, watchmanradio.com. They're going to be doing the live podcast feed Um, So you want to tune in there. And if you're just tuning in now, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Show. Special guest tonight is Pastor Joseph Jasinski. He's a pastor with Promised Land Ministries. They're in Canada. The website is jesusdelivers.com. And uh, I'm going to go to a break here a moment, and then we're going to get Pastor Joseph back on, and we're going to do this Mass Deliverance. Amen? So stand by. name. Okay, Pastor Jaszewski, I was just uh, <laughs> I think saying it was to, my cell phone out of juice.
4: <laughs> well, the next God time I will make banks. better
1: preparations. <laughs> well, now listen, I was just making a comment that uh, Satan doesn't like Mass Deliverance, and Praise no. God for you coming on tonight well we are we are standing by we're ready to get some deliverance from fear and rejection okay. take it back over
3: okay well we rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ uh, or maybe we we get after rejection at the same time and we command those both uh out at the same time just repeat after me every say after me in the name of Jesus Christ I renounce any agreements i made with the spirit demons of rejection. In Jesus' name, I renounce rejection, self-rejection, fear of rejection, every form of rejection. I forgive everybody who has hurt or disappointed, rejected me. Lord God, forgive me also for rejecting myself and hating myself in Jesus' name. I break all the curses and legal grounds those spirits of rejection have. In Jesus' name, forgiving every person in the name of Jesus, almighty God, I declare in Jesus' name that you love me. I agree with your word. You said I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I declare, Lord God, in Jesus' name, according to your truth, your word. The so Lord God said, when you made me, Jesus, you said it was very good. Good, which means that no human language can describe, I am very good. Lord God, in Jesus' name, I thank you. I am unique and peculiar. There never was a person like me ever created or ever will be. I am one of a kind. Forgive me for comparing myself with others wanting to be uh, like others when you just wanted me to be me when you love me because of who I am in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. I renounce the spirits and I rebuke right now every spirit of fear. I rebuke every spirit of rejection in Jesus' name. You must leave me right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. In Jesus' name, I rebuke you. I lose the judgment of God written upon you. In Jesus' name right now. And as the listeners are, people are listening in Jesus' name. I rebuke you, Satan. I rebuke you, every demon. Lose them and go finding strong men in every person, dirty person, everything, breaking all the cords those devils might have. With the superior spirits outside the bodies, being in Jesus' name, right now, pray for your presence over shadow them, angels. As I rebuke those spirits, right now, right now, right now, all the spirits of fear, 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 every form of fear, anxiety, worry, must go in Jesus' name. Every fear the people renounce, you must go, and you people, aggressively, your hand on your stomach, rebuke those things. The last thing those devils ever want to hear is you. You speaking to them and commanding them out. And that's how they quickly lose their power. So in Jesus' name, keep moving out. Keep moving out. Keep moving out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, spirit in Greek, Hebrew means breath. From time to time, take this breath and slowly exhale. In Jesus' name, exhale and again aggressively keep commanding them out. All the fear. All the people leave them. I lose their mind from fear. I lose their uh, emotions emotion from fear, Lord God in Jesus and I lose their will from fear in this time, I lose their bodies and I rebuke every sickness, infirmities, disease and disorder which came in because of a prolonged fear in their lives. I rebuke all also in the name of Jesus. Right now, right now, every spirit must go, go, go. Go. Rejection, you must go to right now. Right now, we break the power of all your lies. All your lies. With the power of the lie, nobody loves me. God doesn't love me. Nothing good will ever happen to me. We destroy those lies. We break power of all self cursing, self condemnation, negative confessions. In Jesus' name, we declare the love of God. Love of God. Love of God. In Jesus' name, those angels root out, pull down, destroy, thrown down. Keep removing all rejection, rejection you must go, lose them and go, lose them and go where Jesus send you to go right now, right now every spirit left living must be bound, escorted where you send them to go, Holy Spirit filling up the vacant places in Jesus name, by angels binding every spirit which is not commanded at this time by Jesus to come out. You are not going to hinder. You must be bound in Jesus name. All the fear go. So, God did not give us fear of fear. The righteous shall be bold like a lion. We break the power of fear, power of death, power of being killed, prosecuted by sources of witchcraft in Jesus' name. I declare stronger is he who is in us than he who is in the world. In Jesus' name, fear of not having finances, fear of failure in Jesus' name, fear of closure in Jesus' name. We break your power in Jesus' name. If God it's for us who can be against us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Those angels continually attack those fears, 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 fears. Rejection in Jesus' name. abandonment, unwanted, unloved. You must go. You must go. Leave and go. Leave and go. You must go. I lose the torment of God. Every demon procrastinating. Don't want to come out. I pray Almighty God. In Jesus' name. Say, Lord God, you'll be increasing, magnifying the torment. On them, in Jesus' name, the Bible says, let my people go. Almighty God, as they procrastinate, as they do not want to come out, increase the judgment as you increase upon the stubborn Pharaoh in Egypt when they did not want to God's people go. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Los those angels keep fighting those battles, in Jesus' name. over everyone who is listening right now, Every one of you you just continue aggressively rebuke them. They must go. They must leave you. In Jesus' name. God, I also pray every place that you must left living will be filled with cleansed with the blood of his Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit. Angels will come and minister restoration of all things. In Jesus name. When it's over, when people think they need to rest, and you'll go, bind the rest of the demons, put them in boxes, read the scriptures day and night till resuming the battle again, until the demons agree to
1: go, and go with Jesus, and go. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Brother, I just got some deliverance. My eyes are watering, my nose is dripping, and I started to retch.
4: Praise (laughs) God. Praise God. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah.
1: (laughs) Praise Jesus. And I want to tell people, uh, there's an anointing on this program tonight. Uh, If you're just tuning in, you need to start this from the beginning, go all the way through, and you can get deliverance tonight on an MP3. Hallelujah. There's no limitations to the, the healing power of Jesus Christ, is there? Amen. Amen? Uh Brother, Amen. listen, uh, God bless you so much for coming on Thanks. tonight. And uh, would you close in prayer, and then uh, I've got to have you on yes. another night and continue yeah. this. We're just scratching the surface here. Okay. You're welcome have on
3: any the microphone anytime, time, brother. <laughs> okay. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for the invitation I thank you, Lord God, for the fellow soldiers, Lord God, my brother and Richard, Father God. Lord God, in keeping the post, Lord God, in Jesus' name, this thought of deliverance, heralding, Lord God, the good news that we can be set free. We don't have to be the way we are, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God, for your unfailing love, in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray the blood of Jesus Christ right now over all the people listened, received, that so the devil will not come and steal it away from them. I still use the blood of His Christ in the heart, spirits. And God, you water it in Jesus' name. Use this program, saying, Uh of My brother, Richard, Curtis. God, keep watering. I pray for your angels around, wall of fire. I pray for open heaven over them, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Increase the anointing your presence, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord God, I pray no weapon from against them shall prosper. And those who listen, in Jesus' name, we declare that, Father God, Lord God, St. Angels protect everybody who is listening to in Jesus' name. Conviction upon everybody, Lord God, who doesn't know Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, that they might turn to Jesus, confess their sins, receive his Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. And to every, in Jesus' name, somebody who is serving Satan, in sins in of witchcraft, Satanism, there is a way out. Don't listen. Don't listen to the devil that there's no way out. Jesus is the way out. Thank you, Lord God. We bless you. Amen.
1: Amen. I was just looking at the comments in the chat room. We've got a live chat room going on in every program, and mm-hmm. there's people coughing, crying, um, oh, God. God. being uh, set free right now in Jesus' name.
4: Mm-hmm. Praise
1: God, my friend. God,
3: let it continue, God, your presence with all those people, Lord, in Jesus'
1: name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to make an announcement. Uh, Pastor Joseph Jasinski, you can contact him. Uh, His ministry is Promised Land Ministries. The website is jesusdelivers.com. I would recommend you get a hold of them, get the materials, um, learn about Deliverance, get the Deliverance 101, the 201 course. And uh, Pastor Joseph will be back on this week on Watchman Radio Saturday night with Richard Keltner at 11 p.m., so tune in uh, again. And uh, we look forward to having you back on very soon, my friend. Praise the Lord Lord for you, brother. God bless you. Thanks so much. Bye thank now. you. You've been listening to Bye. Pastor Joseph Jasinski, Promised Land Ministries. <clears throat> wow. You know, I want to thank Rich Keltner for uh, putting me in touch with Joseph. And uh, I had been on a program before with him on Watchmen, but first time we've had him on Omega Man Radio. So praise God for the door that has opened up here. Uh, tomorrow night we're going to have <clears throat> Pastor John Gogenback back doing a, a teaching on defeating uh, witchcraft, black magic and uh, a Mass Deliverance over the year. Then we're going to have, um, looking to hopefully get Carl Henderson on this week, uh, Pastor Carl Henderson on to do some preaching and do a Mass Deliverance Warfare Prayer. We're going to have Dr. Pat Holiday back on Saturday night in the School of Deliverance and uh, Open Lines. Uh, every time we get together with Dr. Pat, God does some amazing things. People are delivered, people are set free, people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, support Dr. Pat Holliday and com. And um, you heard it, folks. Um, i tell you, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and we're going to seek deliverance. And we're going to support the deliverance ministry. So I'm excited about uh, the words that are coming out tonight. <clears throat> I believe we can break the curse of poverty off of our homes. I believe that we can be set free of um, thoughts that uh, are just coming into our minds that we seemingly don't have any control over. we just got to start binding them, taking authority over them, pleading the blood of Jesus. We covered such a wide spectrum tonight. You've got to go back and uh, get this MP3. It's available in the archives for free, as all of our programs are. You can also program your iTunes account, subscribe for free, and it'll download content. You know, I mean, look, we've done 85, 90 shows on Lost Track In a 90-day period. Sometimes we do double shows a night. So, you know, there's no way an average person could, you know, hang in there with us three to six hours, you know, every night. But you can do it on MP3, and you can go and pick and choose the programs you'd like to listen to. Listen to those. There's so many good programs out there, folks. Uh, Thank God for the iPod, and, you know, you've been able to listen on demand. Uh, Shouts out to Randall, uh, Randall the Mando, Revival Fire, Zoe Mortal. He'll be back on with us, uh, Lord willing, Sunday night for... Conversations on the backside of the desert, campfire chat. I'm hoping to have Rando and Revival Fire on with us in this weekend's program. along with Zoe and I, Rich Keltner. Uh, hello to uh, Set the Captives Free. Lynn Dickey, go check out that broadcast. Uh, fantastic program, On Fire with Bombs. Uh, she's got a great program. Uh, they did a women's uh, warfare conference last week. You need to go check that out if you haven't heard that. Uh, so many great uh, programs: Repent Radio, Rick Hoyt, ISAB Radio, Peter Koolin. Uh Folks, I have uh, I get some of the residuals <laughs> off of inspiring you, but then it goes all the way up. I have to give thanks to uh, <clears throat> Rick Keltner, um, True News, Rick Wiles for for encouraging me, telling me about Blog Talk Radio, and uh, you know, hey, it's just like a you know just like a divine connection is going on out there. Hello to Melody out there. Uh, we've been praying for Melody to sell her home. She's gotten three offers, so God does awesome things. Um, if you have been touched by the programs, God has done something special in your life, we'd love to hear from you. Send us in an email. Share your testimony with us. We'd love to have you on the program to share it. Uh, you can email me, Shannon, at omegamanradio.com. That is our website, and uh, some of the links to the ministries that we have on, I'm putting in the, um, the links section. We've got links to Dr. Pat. We've got links to Joseph Krasinski, Carl Henderson, Michael Fuhrer of Hegewish Shouts out to Pastor Michael. By the way, uh, WRWpublications.com, it's back online. They found a rare case of conquering and dest- uh, destroying the host of hell that have been out of print for many years. Uh, they are available in limited quantity. limit of two people, two per family, by the way. We want enough to go around to everybody to like one. Um, all the materials are up there. You can order. They've got booklets for $3. Fantastic source of deliverance material. Go check it out, wrwpublications.com. I wanted to uh, pass the word <clears throat> on that. I did help them get the shopping cart going again so people could order online. And, uh, you know, I did it um, for free. Uh, look, I'm seeding in the souls, my friend, so it was a blessing and an honor to be able to work uh, and help them with that project. And, uh, you know, that's what it's about. You know, if you've got a special skill or service, you can help the uh, the ministries. Get in contact with them. I know Dr. Pat needs someone to proofread a book. Um, Michael Thayer or Hegelish, they need help. If you've got a skill or you've got a little bit of extra time you'd like to, you know, help out, contact these ministries. Ask them what you can do. To help them. And, uh, you know, one person plants a seed, another one waters it, they both share in the harvest. This is about a harvest of souls, my friends. And Jesus loves the deliverance ministry because it sets the captives free. You know, Satan's trying to bind up, tie up, squash down, kill, steal, and destroy. And through Jesus Christ, the captives can be set free. Deliverance is the children's bread. It is for Christians. Okay? It is a benefit of serving the Lord. You can be set free of these things that uh, will plague other people their whole lives that don't turn to Christ. So uh, praise God for what he's doing. And uh, I, I, will t- I will tell you, uh, Joseph talked about uh, songs as spiritual warfare. Absolutely. I saw a, a, a video of Lynn Worley singing a song sermon played at the church, and literally demons were manifesting. I heard one lady jump up, and she says, Why did you bring me here? I told you not to come! Ah! She was screaming out when he was singing one of the songs of the blood of Jesus. The demon literally manifested and screamed. It was too late, though. By that time, some workers grabbed the lady, held her down, and they cast the demon out in Jesus' name. That demon had come to the wrong place. It got, it got expelled that day. That's the power of uh, songs and the blood of Jesus. I'm actually reading a book by H.A. Maxwell White, called The Power of the Blood. Awesome program. And uh, I mean, awesome book about the blood of Jesus. So I'm excited to continue on with that and read. Uh, <clears throat> let me reset something here. I'm going to go to a small break, and I'm going to take about 15 more minutes. And uh, if anybody would like to hang around and agree with me in prayer, we've got two prayer requests tonight. Uh, we're going to pray for Colette and also Miss Tucker. So stand by, and we'll be right back. Well, I'm mad at Hill, and I'm not taking any more. Take it, Win.
0: Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. They come against you from the third heaven. I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, yes. high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, yes. high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives, the minds, and the bodies of these people who stand here. Yes. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being, we bind them for so these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God and you must flee and your host must be defeated utterly we come against you in the name of Jesus Christ and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body mind soul any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose on these people the spirits of power, love, sound mind. We loose the spirits of wisdom, revelation. We will loose the spirits of courage. We loose the spirits of power over the enemy. And we loose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we loose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for
1: it. Amen. So I've got uh, two prayer requests tonight, uh, and I want uh, the believers out there to agree with me in prayer. Uh, We're going to be praying for Colette Jander and her daughter, and also Miss Tucker's husband, uh, who is um, seeking deliverance from a demonic attack. And uh, right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for this opportunity tonight to come together with the other believers out there. God, you know who you sent tonight and who needed to receive this message. So I want to thank you for bringing people to listen to this program. And I want to thank you for the seeds that have been sown into people out there right now that will go with them and start to blossom. And for those that don't know your son, Jesus Christ, I ask God that you'd loose the Holy Spirit of God, to convict them, to bring them to you. In Jesus' name. And right now, I take authority over all demonic spirits that have come against me, this program, and all the Christians out there tuning in right now, either live or on MP3. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the strong man attacking us. I bind all foul spirits. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to loose yourself from us right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Go to where Jesus sends you right now. By the blood of Jesus I plead the blood of Jesus over this program, over the listeners out there right now, over all their prayer requests and their needs, over their finances, over their health, over their households and their lost loved ones, in Jesus' name. I break all hexes, vexes, curses, spells, potions, word curses, any kind of black magic sin against myself and the listeners out there right now, the believers. And I break it in the name of Jesus Christ. Apply the blood of Jesus to it. And I command it to be loosed right now. And go back to where it came from. Sevenfold in Jesus' name. Right now, I bind all demon spirits, all witchcraft attacks, all astral projection attacks. I bind you in Jesus' name, you foul spirits. Loose the people of God right now and go back to where you came from. Sevenfold on the head of the sender. And God, I ask that you loose a blessing onto the unsaved out there, on the witches and the warlocks. I ask that you would bless them with salvation in Jesus Christ's name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and ask these things right now, Father God, amen. Okay, I've got our first prayer request and I would ask that uh, you would uh, agree with me in prayer tonight.
4: Uh,
1: Colette Jander uh, wrote in and says, um, Peyton has been Here we go. Almost two days she has laid there. She has turned gray. I have prayed over her. I have asked for prayer. I have been praying for a healing of asthma for a while. But her cold turned into pneumonia again. She has had seven days of antibiotics, two puffer treatments, which are probably inhalers, and treatments uh, including cortisone liquid. The doctor says six months are required on asthma meds. I was trying not to bring her in, stand by faith, but she could barely breathe and looked like death. I was praying that no plague would come near our dwelling. Excuse me. She is better, and it's been a week, but I'm having a hard time believing she needs to be on those meds, and I'm wanting her to have better health for her, and uh, I'm sort of at a loss for it all. I don't want to accept any asthma or allergies, uh, this diagnosis that the the doctor has said, and uh, it says that uh, not only her, Her daughter has been fighting with this, uh, named Peyton, but uh, she herself has uh, been battling with bouts of pneumonia. So we need to lift up Colette Jander and Peyton right now, so if you would agree with me, Father God, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and his shed blood on the cross, and it's through his blood at Calvary that we have remission of sins, and that we have the ability to lay claim to the word that says that through his stripes we are healed. So right now, Father God, we lift up Colette and her daughter, Peyton, in Jesus' name. I sprinkle the blood of Jesus over them right now. I ask God that you would loose ministering angels to go down around and stand around them right now to assist us in this prayer. Right now, I find the strong men of infirmity attacking Colette and Peyton. Loose them in Jesus' name. We command you to go in the name of Jesus Christ. You must submit. God, I ask that you unloose burning. I ask that you to judgments on the demonic spirits of infirmity. All spirits of infirmity, you must go now. We arrest you in the name of Jesus Christ. I take authority over asthma. I take authority over pneumonia. Come out of them right now. Come out of their lungs right now, you foul spirits. Go to Jesus right now to be judged before your time. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, you foul spirits, to kneel your knee right now to Jesus Christ. And confess with your mouth, Jesus Christ is Lord. The Lord rebuke you. I cut all attachments, all cords, all connecting lines with these demons. And with the heavenlies. The Lord rebuke you. Father God, loose your angels down right now for assistance. Angels of God, go in there. Cut all ties between the demons and their soul region. In any connection to Colette or Patron right now. Angels of God, root them out right now. Cut the roots out. Drag them off to judgment right now. In Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you. You foul spirits. I command all demonic spirits... To loose themselves now from Peyton and Colette in Jesus' name. And go to Jesus to be judged before your time. I speak right now to you, Peyton and Colette. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. You must submit to the word that says that through his stripes we are healed. So conform right now to the word of God. Be healed in Jesus' name. Receive your healing right now in the name of Jesus. Apply the blood of Jesus to them right now. And I praise you, Father God, for what you're doing for the victory, for the miracle healing that you're performing right now, through the power of your Son, Jesus Christ, and the agreement of the brother right now, that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever we loose on earth be loosed in heaven. We'll lose healing in you right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. I praise you, Father God, for what you're doing. Okay, we've got Miss Tucker. I'm asking for prayer for my pro- husband, named Bob. He's in the middle of a seven-day fast seeking deliverance from demons, a spirit of pride, a spirit of rejection, a spirit of fear, of rejection, just to name a few. In fact, if someone knows her, uh, and you could uh, send this link to her tonight's program, they need to listen to this one. I don't know if they were with us tonight in the chat room. He was praying last night before bed and asked the Lord to let him know if this was making any difference in the show or just answer him something. Well, he fell asleep and he had a dream, and the dream, he knew he was dreaming, And he heard, you have had seven witches that have controlled you long enough and kept you bound. It's time for you just to be free. He immediately heard another voice say, that's nonsense. Just forget it. At which point, he began to bind and rebuke that voice in his dream. Well, he said that after he woke up, he was pondering that his mind went to a girl he had started seeing before we were married. Once he found out she was in the Wicca, he broke it off and quit calling her. He doesn't know if her coven might have done something. But he does know he has had the spirits a name from childhood. We're assuming it's both witchcraft and demonic. Please pray and agree with us that we will know how to proceed. He's an over-the-road trucker and only home on weekends but listens to the podcast. So I download for them. And, brother, um, don't be ashamed. Um, We appreciate you being honest. So we'll know how to pray. So right now, I'm in agreement with uh, Ms. Tucker and her husband, Bob, for his deliverance. And folks, I'm asking that you would agree with me in prayer right now. Uh, We want to bind the spirits of pride, rejection, fear of rejection. We want to come against those dreams. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, once again, we lift up brothers and sisters that are seeking deliverance. And deliverance is the children's bread. So we can claim that bread tonight. And we stand in agreement with Miss Tucker and her husband Bob for his deliverance. So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm not speaking to you, Bob, but I'm speaking to you right now, you strong man. I bind you in Jesus' name. Loose him right now. All spirits of fear, rejection, spirit of pride, of lifetime. the Lord rebuke you. We bind you in Jesus' name. Loose him right now, you foul spirits. Come out of him right now. Come out of Bob in the name of Jesus. Loose Bob right now. Father God. I ask that you and your angels to go down right now and execute this command. Angels of God, in Jesus' name, drag the demons of pride, rejection, Leviathan, and any other demonic spirits out of Bob in Jesus' name. Cut all demonic cords, connectors, and ley lines. Cut them out, angels of God. We apply the blood of Jesus to Bob. I pour the blood of Jesus down his throat right now in Jesus' name. I bind all strong men, all foul spirits. The Lord rebuke you. Come out of him right now in Jesus' name. Go to Jesus to be judged before your time. Father God, I ask that you loose the Holy Spirit in the Bob right now to fill up all vacancies that have been created by these demons being expelled right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I take authority. I stand in the gap for Bob and I bind all demonic attacks through his dream state. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. We bind all spirits of succubus, incubus, asmodeus, all demonic witchcraft coming against him. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ and command it to go back to where it came from, sevenfold. I break all witchcraft attacks, all demonic spirits, all word curses, any type of black magic, any witchcraft sent against Bob or Miss Tucker. We bind it in Jesus' name. We cancel it and render it null and void. Commanded to go back to where it came from sevenfold in Jesus' name. To do unto them as they meant to do to them. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke it. I sprinkle the blood of Jesus over Bob and Miss Tucker right now. God, I ask that you unloose a detachment of angels sufficient to do the job to encircle their property right now. We put a hedge of fire around them in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. I cover them in the blood of Jesus right now. I stand in the gap and I break all generational curses of witchcraft. We break it in Jesus' name. Cover the blood of Jesus on his generational line. The Lord rebuke you foul spirits. You have no more authority to stay. Go in Jesus' name to be judged before your time right now. In Jesus' name we command it. We thank you, Father God, for what you're doing tonight. And, Father God, I just want to praise you for the deliverance that not only I have received, but others are receiving right now. And we ask that you would, please, remove any blinders from our eyes. Help us not to be deceived. Fill us with your Holy Spirit to overflowing. Apply the blood of Jesus. I soak this program. And every listener out there with the blood of Jesus right now, and myself included, and my family. Save the lost loved ones, Father God. I ask that you and loose warrior angels to go out and create favor. among man for the listeners out there tonight. I ask God right now that you loose, we loose warrior angels to go out and recover wealth that has been stolen from the listeners tonight, to return it sevenfold. The enemy must return what he's stolen sevenfold. We ask this in Jesus' name. I break the curse of poverty right now on the listeners out there right now, the Christians that are listening. I break it in Jesus' name, and I pour the blood of Jesus on that curse. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the praise, honor, and glory, Father God. Father Yahweh, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Let me recap. Joseph Jasinski, JesusDelivers.com. He's going to be on Watchman Radio this Saturday night at 11 p.m. Also, tune in to Rich's new show that's airing Wednesday nights. I believe it is 8 p.m. Contact Rich, and uh, he will confirm that. WatchmanRadio.com. We're going to have John Gogan on tomorrow night at 8 o'clock doing a mass deliverance and a uh, a teaching on breaking witchcrafts back. We're going to have uh, Carl Henderson on this week, the Lord willing. We've got uh, John Franklin going to be on uh, Sunday night, 8 p.m., doing a mass deliverance and warfare prayer. We're going to have uh, backside of the desert conversations around the campfire. 11 o'clock Sunday night, we've got Dr. Pat Holiday Saturday night at 8 p.m., the school of deliverance, a powerful two hours. It usually goes three hours, by the way. Because we have so many calls coming in and uh, just opportunities to minister. Praise God for that. And we're going to start opening the uh, calls more and more. In fact, just just a given. If you need prayer, you can call in any show we do. And in between discussions, we'll open up the lines and pray for whatever need you have. Uh, who else have we got on this week? Uh, you know, look, these uh, bookings come in by the minute. I'm praising God for his favor and for the men and women of God that will come on this program and share what they know. So we give the Lord the honor and the praise and uh, shouts out to you. Once again, good night. Um, I think I'm going to Wendy's for a $2.44 cup of chili and a double stack with cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you all later. God bless you. And I'm going to close with uh, a song. Good night